Next Play Sports is presented all football season long by Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. Chick-fil-A South Blue Crossing, put a little mini in your morning. Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. Real graphics, we do it all. Pat Penn, certified real estate broker. Petro Ed, old field certification for high school students. Commercial Bank of Texas, banking Texas style. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, the best veterinary services in East Texas. Angelina College, find your future. Timber Creek Church, a church anyone can come to. High Point Furniture, good mattresses at the best price. Southside Bank, a Texas community bank. CHI St. Luke's Memorial, superior care right here at home. Southern Excavating, a job done right. Next Play Sports, rise up. Well, good evening and welcome live tonight here to the Woodshed at Die Ball High School. Happy to be with you on the home of Lumberjack football, Next Play Sports. We're ready for tonight where our Die Ball Lumberjacks are taking on the Elkark Elks. And this is, I'll tell you what, it's a game that we'll talk with Coach Morrison about here uh, momentarily. This team comes into it 3-4 and four with a 2-1 and one district record. Our Lumberjacks on the season still sitting pretty at 6-0, and oh, although last week was anything but. That's uh, for certain. We're hoping to course correct uh, this week and get things going. It will be Stopping the Elks is going to be uh, the biggest deal. But first, we want to talk with the head coach of our Lumberjacks, Blake Morris. And so don't go anywhere. Uh, you're listening once again on the home of Lumberjack football. Next Play Sports presented all season long by Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. So when we come back, head coach Blake Morrison in just a moment. Thanks so much for listening in. It's Friday Night Lights. We're back. It's fall. We'll see you in a minute, folks. Land a winning career with Georgia Pacific. Don't let the opportunity get away. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ more than 2,200 people in Texas in 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. of people in this world morning people and not so morning people start your day with a chicken you love get the feeling of chick-fil-a for breakfast chick-fil-a south loop crossing serving breakfast every morning until 10 30 At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. I'm joined now by head coach of our Lumberjacks, Blake Morrison. Coach, uh, coming off what wasn't so pretty uh, after uh, after last week's game, what were uh, the key takeaways in practice this week? Uh, just... 
uh, fundamentals of football. You know, we, we got back to doing what we normally do and uh, just try to get better at it and, you know, uh, mix up some fronts on us on offense and then defensively uh, get back to high discipline. Coach, is it one of those things that um, that game, is that one that you tell your players, hey, let's learn from it, forget it, or, are you gonna, or is, it a, is it a coaching point that you bring back up? What, what is the mentality with that game? Do you just want to get rid of it or, or let it sit? No, no, we... Uh, we, we're on it. Yeah. We ain't going to let that one go. I mean, basically, what I tell the kids is, is we're going to run, run, run one lap around the track, and I'm yeah. going to give them three minutes. Yeah. Well, they ran it in two minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> so they played to the level of the competition. Yeah. Uh, they got to understand, you know, coming out of this, coming out from where we where we started this program uh, and where we're at, if we want to just be mediocre, mm-hmm. then we have succeeded. Yep. But now, how hard we work to get to this point, you got to work twice as hard to get to the next point, and uh, that's 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 a big one there, Coach. With the weather being the way it's been for, I mean, it seems like all season long, but especially this week, lots of rain. How does that affect y'all with the practice and what, what was practice like this week? Well, practice was good. I mean, we were able to get in Lufkin, uh, you know, uh, and uh, Coach Quick and him, you know, gave us uh, you know full rain of the place, and uh, we were fortunate to get in there a couple times and uh, be, you know be able to have. A, a decent practice. Coach, uh, about the passing game last week, we, we saw lots of incompletions, lots of throws that were over the head, but also lots of balls going through hands. Uh, how do we, how do you adjust that this week or how, uh, how, what was the work like this week going uh, for the passing game? Well, we worked on, uh, you know, just some uh, small little details in the, with our quarterback. We worked on our pass protection and, uh, you know, it was basically, I mean, you know, just like I've always said, it's like Tiger Woods used to say, you know, he gets on that first green and knocks that five-footer in, yep. he's going to play pretty good. Yep. You know, that first couple of throws that we make is important. Yep. You know, and uh, receivers got to make catches, and uh, uh, we got to run good routes, and we, he's got to give us a chance to, to catch the ball. And uh, uh, we changed up some things, you know, make it a little simpler for him, and, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, we can execute. Coach, talk to me a little bit about what's the what's the quick overview of this Elkhart team. Uh, scary. Okay. You know, uh, a team that has nothing to lose, a team that's well coached, and a bunch of kids that play hard for their, you know, for their school, for their coach, and for themselves, and their, and, and you know, the team. Uh, I mean, this is a, uh, uh, you know, Coach Fiaco is doing a, uh, a good job over there, and uh, uh, it's, I mean, this is by no means, this is a, uh, uh, this is a seeding game to me, you know, in our minds. So, I mean, if we want to stay in the, in the uh, playoff hunt and, and get to where we want to be, this is a big game for us tonight. Starts tonight, and the coach is good to win. Let's keep it going, all right? All right, bud. Sounds good. Hey, Coach, our lumberjacks, Blake Morrison, joining us here pregame. We'll be back in a moment to talk through uh, all the keys to the game. You're ready for kickoff in a moment. Thanks for joining us on the home of Lumberjack football. Next Play Sports. Commercial Bank of Texas has been your community bank since 1901, and our commitment to East Texas has never been stronger. From the Tamale Festival in Dybal, to the Blueberry Festival in Nacogdoches, to the Texas State Forest Festival in Lufkin, and every fun-filled hometown event in between, you'll find CBTX employees cheerfully giving back to hashtag our community. If you've never experienced banking Texas style, give us a call today. You'll be glad you did. 
Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with REMAX Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of REMAX Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with REMAX Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back to the pregame show brought to you by Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. Talk about keys to the game in this one. First, let's highlight uh, some key players on the Elkhart squad that we're, got, that we're seeing. And listen, the passing game and, and rushing game as a whole, we're going to see something fairly balanced. It's all started, though, by the quarterback, Landry Mays. Uh, Landry Mays comes into it. They're on for 740 yards uh, on the season so far. It's a team that uh, he is very able to carry the load on the offensive side. He's also able to run the ball as well. 287 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns on the season, as well as eight passing touchdowns. So it's something that we're going to watch. Our defense is going to be a, a handful uh, to watch how uh, we're able to stop Landry Mays. And listen, I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for our defense last week, uh, we would not be, have been able to come out uh, with an unblemished record because uh, the offense obviously wasn't there. When you win a game uh, with 15 points, the defense had to step up, and, and they did just that, not allowing a second-half touchdown in that game. So I tell you, it's it's something interesting, definitely to be watching how this one plays out. What's the energy going to look like? That's what I'm, I'm worried about with this team tonight, is I want to see how do they come out of the gate? Uh, what's it look like? They have a shake-off last week. Remember that, listen, uh, as Coach Morrison just said in the interview, we can't play down to our competition. That's not something that a, a great team does. Great teams are able to keep it consistent. Now, great teams are able to win uh, ugly games, and that's exactly what last week was. So, uh, no more about last week. Let's move forward, and let's and let's put a, a, a good win on the record. We've got uh, this one happening tonight against Elkhart. Then we're moving on to Westwood uh, next week on the road. So make sure you listen in for that one. But listen, the showdown of the district, the one that everybody's had circled since the calendar came out, it's us and Franklin. And that one's going to be for if we can come off with a win uh, the next two uh, the next two nights, that's going to be 
for the district title. So what I'm uh, so what I'm curious to see about is how are we going to come out and and uh, play these next two weeks? Are we setting the tone right? You want to send a message early on that listen, Franklin, we're coming, we're able, and we're going to be able to hang with you. But we got to send a strong message in these next two games, and we got to come out. And there's a lot of room for improvement. I look to see how the passing game tonight's going to be uh, worked on. And you know, uh, Coach Moore isn't going to stop throwing the ball. That's not an, and that's not how you get better as a, as a passing as a passing team or in your passing game. Uh, although we do run the ball heavily and, and we you know we, we lean heavily on on the run, we got to be able to pass the ball. And you get better at passing the ball by doing what? By passing the ball. Uh, you don't shut it down. Uh, you don't just turn it uh, throw it away. I uh, know you you keep working on it. So tonight we'll see how that goes. Darius McMillan uh, ran into uh, last week where uh, you know there's seven, eight, sometimes nine guys in the box that he was trying to run through, trying to get yardage, and so we're going to see if he can break free tonight because last week it was a it was a, a stone wall up front that he wasn't able to do nearly as much as what uh, he had hoped to. So uh, as a whole, though, in this one we're uh, we're coming up, we're excited for it. Uh, we're about ready for kickoff here in a moment. So don't go anywhere. We have our Southwood Drive Animal Clinic kickoff coming up in just a moment. So you're listening in on the home of Lumberjack Football. Next Play Sports. We'll be back in a moment. At High Point Furniture, our secret is simple. Great quality mattresses at the best price, day in and day out. At High Point Furniture, we know that a good night's sleep sets you up for a great tomorrow. And you won't find a better mattress for the best price than here at High Point Furniture. Visit us online at highpointfurnituretx.com or come by our store located at 3416 East Dimmon Avenue in Lufkin. High Point Furniture, great quality mattresses at the best price. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Georgia Pacific is building stronger communities. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years and a proud sponsor of Die Ball Football. Today, Georgia Pacific employs over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. In recent years, Georgia Pacific invested approximately $260 million in the state to improve safety, foster innovation, modernize facilities, and boost environmental performance. Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. The sound signaling your morning has begun. Get your kids ready, lunch is packed, backpacks on, hair fixed, and fixed again. Load the car, but that's okay, you got this. With all of the busy, it's time to put a little mini in your morning. Chicken minis for breakfast from Chick-fil-A, South Loop Crossing, serving breakfast every morning until 1030. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. 
And welcome back. We are here live tonight from the woodshed. Chris Simmons, Courtney Garcia. We're live for the broadcast. Courtney, welcome to it. We're ready for tonight, man. Uh, not so pretty last week, but now uh, new day, new week, new you, whatever it is. Lumberjacks got to come with it tonight. Yeah, they have to. I mean, this is a big game. This is a big stepping stone for them coming off. I mean, this is that second half. I mean, the second half of the regular season. You're exactly right. Uh, didn't start off so well last week, and so this is a time for them to get back on the on that little route that that little run that they had and get some momentum going into these next few games they have a big one the next home game is a big one and it's senior night for them and it's against franklin so this is this is a stepping stone for them to get back on track yeah i think you're exactly right we got the coin toss happening uh right now where we have uh drew richard uh cameron cheshire and brady jordan out there uh for the flip uh against the two representatives uh for elkhart it's almost uh kickoff time tonight our kickoff is always brought to you by southwood drive animal clinic providing the best veterinary services in the east texas area so coin flip happened courtney i was actually looking down at my phone on the reception i believe that we saw is it gonna be, it gonna be l card receiving i feel like this is a terrible rookie mistake but nonetheless uh it's that's what it is that's what i get for for looking down at the script it's 71 degrees tonight uh, with considerable cloudiness and occasional rain showers as a possibility. So tonight we're hope we have seen lots of rain on this field this week, as I'm sure uh, many of you at home have seen the same thing where uh, there's been lots of rain everywhere. And so uh, there's just from just from the just look at the field right now, Gordon. Just from the warm-ups, you're seeing some uh, some dirt spots starting to show right in the midfield around you know the 20-yard line. Uh, and they're uh, they're 20, and then maybe the 35 as well. So yeah, yeah Dow Ball's gonna be kicking off tonight. Uh, Elkhart will be receiving. We're about ready to get things underway. With Lumberjack Football, presented all football season long by Georgia Pacific Building. Stronger communities, one board at a time. Courtney, what's tonight? What are you looking for here early on in this game? First off, I'm looking for them. They, they went for that passing game a bunch last week. So I'm looking for them to get that to get that going, get that in sync between the quarterback and receiver because it was on both sides. They had problems last week. And, and I believe that will open up with, what they have with their running game and it will open up and just have – and just have some – just want to see that defense flying around like they did last week. They they held Cold Spring to only 14 points. So I want to see a big uh, game out of the defense as well. Well, Lumberjack faithful on their feet. Kickoff is line drive kick received at the 20. Brought back to 25 to 30. A hurdle. 35 a hurdle. Still on his feet, crossing over. Going to get right to the – 40, even inching forward now. This whole Elkhart team is pushing, and he nearly gets to midfield. What an effort on the opening play for the Elkhart Elks. Yeah, I mean, he uh, he's, he found a hole, but it, that hole wasn't completely clear. Brady Jordan they, Brady Jordan was on the ground, so he he actually hurdled over Brady Jordan. And, uh, and uh, he had him some more yardage, and then he got in that little pile, and, his, and the rest of his team uh, pushed him on. No, he, yeah, had those laces turning on some for some more yards. No kidding. What a return to get things going. So here we go now. As we said, it's going to be Landry Mays. Quarterback position has three wide receivers to his left. Makes a screen pass out left and quickly met. Brought down, not gaining an inch. Tackle on the play made by Augustine Martinez making his defensive presence felt here on the first play. Yeah, been a little while since we've called his name on a defensive end. Agreed. And he almost had he almost one thing, he almost had a, a chance to even bat that ball away or have a picked off because he was there so early. He got there, he yeah, met he the, got, he, yeah, he, he was he there met early. the offensive player right away. So here we go now, second down after losing about five yards on the screen pass. 
Landry looking to option. Will keep it to himself. He gets back barely to the line of scrimmage. And uh, even though Tristan Pageant initially get the tackle, he was the guy that that kept that kept uh, that kept Mason contained. Yep, I think you're exactly right. Cole Simmons making the tackle for the Lumberjacks, and here we go now. Third down, a big third down early on in this one. Huddle taking a little bit of time here for the Elkhart Elks who come into this one as we said in pregame, two and three on the season. The game where uh, Coach Morris said a lot of playoff implications on the line. Spread said, four wide receivers in the formation, but an all, uh, a false start, clearly. Yeah, it was. That's not going to help anything. That's no, a, not at all. A quick loss of yards <laughs> for, for a team that's not going to already facing third and long. Now it's third and longer. And it's good not seeing it on our side. Right. Because that's what happened to us last week. We got into those. We had a bunch of penalties last week that kind of killed us in that second half. They have Tavion Williams lined up out on the corner. For the Lumberjacks right here near us, going one-on-one with Andrew Thalang. We saw Williams responsible for both touchdowns last week. The Lumberjacks on the offensive end. Mays looking, throw it down the field. Just overthrew the receiver. Great defense. Overthrew Thalang, and so it's fourth down for the Lumberjacks, and that's a stop. That's It's a three and out, just like you'd hope for. Although the kick return, they got a little bit more yards than what you'd be comfortable with, but yeah. a three and out's a good start for this game. Yes, it is, and we've seen that. When is able to get a stop or a turnover at home, it's, it's pretty much where they run off with the game. I believe, I believe you're exactly right on that. Uh, we, we should see uh, a lot coming from them in this one. So the quarterback, Landry Mays, will say his name a lot. He's also the punter. Same thing that we have with Dylan Mascunas, the masked man for the Lumberjacks. Snaps back. Mays set to punt. He shanks that one as it will be crossing over probably around the 42, 43-yard line. We'll see where the spot is. And maybe, maybe a little. Maybe even, even more generous. Yeah. Let's see where they're going to mark it at. Not no, he's bringing it back. It wasn't that far back. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, back at the 35, that's for sure. They're going to say right at the 40. Yeah. Where the Lumberjacks yeah. will get things started. Man, it feels good to be back on a Friday night. Pretty cool weather out there. Not cold, not hot. You know, yeah. just, just nice. Yeah, it does. I mean, it feels good for me because I had a hard, it was a hard week <laughs> for me uh, with, the, with my college stuff. But, um, I mean, this is what I've been waiting for this, this entire week to Absolutely. get to this moment. Nothing like the Friday night lights. And so, wow, what a throw by the official on that one. He threw that one about 40 yards. Going back to the sideline, they had two footballs out there. Now, unless we're playing a new game with new rules, <laughs> that could be interesting. But on this one, we are going to stick with just one football. Nasty slot set up for the Lumberjacks. Mascunas oh. off the handoff to McMillan, and he goes straight down. Slips right in midfield, uh, about the 40-yard line, where he just had no traction. He, he yeah. pushed that foot down and got nothing from it. Yeah, there's just nothing you can do about that. That's just the, that's just the environment that, that we're in right now. Yep, not a turf field. So you're going to have to play with the, uh, the realms of, uh, of nature after lots of rain during the week. So here we go after losing four yards on... On the first play, just because of a, a, a slipping of a foot, Miskunis will hand it off to McMillan. Has a gap on the outside left. He, oh, he, lost. Ha- he got a good uh, chunk of yardage, but fumbled it. Who recovered it? Let's see. I think it may be. Yeah, yeah it's going to be Elkhart recovery. 
So, McMillan, not the best start to this game after a, uh, after he slips on the play and then he comes back and fumbles it uh, just as he was getting tackled down. So, it's a turnover early on and Elkar gets to resume basically where they left off that last possession. Yeah, just the elements of, the, of this environment, just getting the best of us here, best of this offense here early in this game. Just going to have to adapt to it. First down and 10 from Elkhart's 45. Snap for Mays, looking at another screen pass, quick hitting on the outside. Caught by Ashford. Ashford has a line. He breaks free down the sideline, then finally it's tripped up. What a stop made by Jeremiah Settler getting to the play just in the nick of time. Yeah, because he was flying down that, that left sideline, and and on that one, they they had good blocking on Augustine Martinez, who who got there on that on that screen play on that last drive. And so once they got him blocked off, it was clear as day on that outside other than Settler, and he did a great job, a great break, and a great um, angle, and and got him out of bounds pretty quick. Second down, half a yard to go. Looked like he ran a, a, a lot longer than that, but it was tripped up well before. Mays will make the pass. It's complete down the field for a first down. J.J. Casal able to make the, the grab. He'll be pushed out of bounds around. guess that's going to be, we have the numbers are very faded tonight with all the rain that's been happening. Tw- the 29-yard line. So another first down for Elkhart, and here they come. Crossing over now into Dieball's territory. And this is where Dieball's been strong in the red zone. Coach Morrison says the field runs gets short eventually. Mays fakes one handoff and oh, breaks wow. free. Not one person in sight. It's a touchdown for Landry Mays and the Elkhart Helks after absolutely no die ball defenders were there to cover him on that on that option. Nobody stayed home to cover the quarterback. Yeah, it's just everybody was, was full, completely full. Nobody, he was wide, I mean wide open. Nobody within a good 10 yards of him, and he, he that was a great, great job, great great call by that Elkhart offense, man. So there we go. Lumberjacks down 6-0 here in the first quarter. 8.42 to go. The extra point coming sh- shortly. Kick is up, and it's good. Put, put across by Cade Starr of the Elks. And so, as we have 8.42 to go in the first quarter, Lumberjacks trailing 7-0 to Elkhart. Be back in a moment with more here on Next Play Sports. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. Soundtext, we provide AV support for your next big event. Concert and corporate sound video and lighting systems are available. Our event services range from simple rentals to full turnkey operations. Contact us today to make arrangements. Soundtext is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Soundtext, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back. We're here live from the woodshed at Dieball High School. Chris Simmons and Courtney Garcia, the Lumberjacks trailing 7-0 to 
against Elkhart here early on. 8.42 to go in the first kickoff coming from Cade Starr. Kicks over the left side of the field. Ball is fumbled by the Lumberjacks. Quickly recovered by Chris Till. He fakes the outside, goes towards midfield, and he gains a significant amount of yards on the return. Ends up at the die ball, 45, right close to the 50. Yeah, that was a great job of him keeping his eyes on that ball, not, not going too fast. And, uh, and losing sight of that ball. So he actually uh, went down and he kind of dropped it a little bit, picked it up and found him some holes and got some positive yardage out of it. Everything you can ask for after the defense gives up a touchdown uh, the way they did. And I'll tell you what, that that uh, quarterback option, man, he had the, the chance to hand it off, but he kept it himself and nobody was home. Yeah, nobody uh, was. Rang the doorbell, no, no answer there. Big Bad Wolf came in to score a touchdown for the Elks and here we go. First down, Miskunis working. With McMillan to his left, he'll hand it off to McMillan. Has a gap through the tackles. He'll be brought down after a gain of about two. Making the tackle is the kicker, Cade Starr. So a kicker that can lay, that can, can lay the wood as well. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Last time I, I seen a kicker that could do that was in college, and that was that uh, the kicker from Penn State. <laughs> You're, I remember that. That dude, nah, you don't want to mess with him. No. And he didn't even wear all the extra protection and stuff either. He just, no, he did Very minimal, but he's going to come out and pack a punch. So second down, about seven to go. Javon Luster, Hagen Pierce on the outsides for the Lumberjacks with the handoff going to McMillan, who will run up the gut, and then he's tackled. Tackled on the play first to it. The big man, Connor Duncan, the sophomore linebacker for the Elks. So yeah. third down, six to go. Yeah, he just came in and just filled those holes. It's just been not too much for die ball to run straight up, straight up the gut. It's be one of those things that we see this season where you know the teams are going to start seeing film that McMillan can, can kill it inside. Yeah. So they're packing the box right now. Eight of them stacked up in there. McMillan, can he fight through one? Gets through one tackle, then he slips down just short of the first down line. So it's fourth and inches. You got to imagine Coach Morrison's going for it here, but. Our passing game, we, although we don't have an attempt yet, our passing game is what's going to open things up for McMillan to have some space to work in the backfield. Yeah, I believe so. And and if they can get, if they, if uh, Miskunis and his receivers can get on, get as one, I mean, it's going to going to be pretty good for McMillan for the rest of the night. Fourth down, one to go for the Lumberjacks here. Big spot in, early on in this one. McMillan will get the handoff. He's tripped up. I don't know if he got there. It's yeah. very close. He may have just extended. He did yeah, he just enough. The ball, yeah, extended the ball just enough for a first down. The officials move it ahead. And here's where you possibly could see that first pass attempt. Yeah, I believe so. I believe you're absolutely right with first and ten, getting now into the Elkhart territory, about the 47-yard line. You see that football swapped out quite often in this one. Ball boy's going to have a lot of work to do keeping footballs dry. Even though we really haven't had much rain here today. Yeah. But just there's so much moisture stuck in the in the ground right now. One more time, a hand out to McMillan. He's breaking out left. Fakes one tackle, dives, hurdles like, like he was diving off, <laughs> off the diving board into the pool. <laughs> Able to get the first down for dive ball. As he'll get up right near the 30-yard line. They're going to spot it at the 31. It's another first down for the Lumberjacks. I believe this guy has just done it all. Yeah. <laughs> just done it all. We've seen hurdles. Yeah. We've seen swan dives. We've seen it all. Yeah, we have. <laughs> Here we go. So after another back-to-back first downs for the Lumberjacks, keep the same set out there on the field. It's, it's Pierce and Luster outside. McMillan to the left of Miskunis. 
Oh, but the snap is bobbled. Mascunas in the backfield trying to make something happen. He's brought down. So every bit of yardage we just had just goes gone. right back. And we're at back to the 44. Loss of about 11 yards. That's just one of those plays where you possibly probably want to throw that one, throw that one away. Throw it away. You want to fall on it. Something. something yeah. Besides run backwards. Yeah, exactly. Everything but run backwards. Tell you what, coming into this tonight with a heavy heart, Courtney. My Astros got beat out last night, and I'm sure it's all the listeners. Man, I tell you what, it's always a rough thing, so nothing would be better than a little a win here tonight. Just kind of cure that. You just knew that we were going to be able to get it. But McMillan, wow, McMillan. making up for it. Breaks out right, crossing the 20, the 15, brought down. Right at the 15, maybe at the 13, depending on where the actual knee came down. But Darius McMillan had a huge gap on the right side created there by the offensive line. And it's going to be first and goal for the Lumberjacks. And that was just basically just in boxing time, just checking their gas tank, checking their gas tank, going right up the gut, and then finally going out for that straight, Absolutely. That straight left or straight right and just going outside. And that's where McMillan has been a killer. He goes inside and he eventually breaks outside. Thank you. I think you're right on that. Here we go. Hand off to Darius. If it works once, why not make it work again? But this time, it's time to get back to him in the backfield fairly quickly. McMillan brought down on the play by J.J. Castle. Castle making the stop at second goal. Mascunas comes over to the sideline to get the sign, get the play call. And this is one of those games. Uh, Elkhart has all these this all-white set, and now you can see that dirt on the, all on the pants all over, the, all over him. Yeah, it's going to be fun cleaning those uniforms tonight. All the managers out there getting to take care of it. The Schooners with running an option of his own. He'll take it, make a cut in, out, and through into the end zone. Dylan Mascunas, the mass man, keeping it himself and giving the touchdown for a die ball. And, yeah, yeah, that defender, he he uh, went out for McMillan. And, I mean, I would, t- I would probably go to McMillan as well. Exactly. But, and I just, Dylan Mascunas, he just made a, a great uh, – had a great uh, plan, and he, he didn't go for McMillan. He just took it himself and took it right into the end zone. Stayed very patient on the play, let it develop, and when they, when they decided to choose McMillan, he took the gap and went for it. Adrian Garcia now at the extra point. It's up, and it's good. We have a tie ball game, folks. Seven all here in the first quarter. 4.04 to go. We'll be back in a moment after a quick break here on Next Play Sports. Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding, and the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing, or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high-paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. 
Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. Welcome back. We have the kickoff from Garcia, and nobody's filling a lane. He shakes a couple tackles. Unfortunately, the mud brings him down. R.J. Moore on the return one more time, getting all the way to the 47-yard line in Elkhart territory. And, yeah, that was just that, was just that time that he – he pushed off a few defenders and and he just broke through. He just it wasn't a clear lane. He actually had to work around and push some defenders off, and he broke. And it was it was good that that uh, Adrian Garcia was back there to yeah the kicker stop his momentum and let the grass bring him down. <laughs> yeah, because that's all that's the only thing that brought him down. Just the presence of Garcia was able to help uh, stop that return. Because I tell you what, our, our our positioning, our staying true to our lanes on the returns right now defensively has not been good. And this one, two big returns overall. And great tackle by Case McNeil, doing a little alligator roll, bringing him down. And he's had a, he's been came in big uh, the past few weeks. He's been in that backfield a bunch, making a presence felt. That's for sure. R.J. Moore with the handoff on there, only gaining about a yard as McNeil makes the tackle. Here we go. Now second down, nine to go here in the first quarter, tied up at seven. Stepping back to pass is Landry Mays, and not on the same page as his receiver, Cade Starr. And uh, and Tyvion Williams just didn't let him get off the line. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that could have been a little bit of it as well. Yeah, Tyvion, a uh, force. And we've seen Tyvion, you know, with the pick sixes and yeah. fumble recovery for a touchdown, all those kind of things. Uh, he's just as good on the defensive side, if not better than he is on the offensive. And, and offense, he's, he's, a, he's a refreshing breath of fre- uh, fresh yeah. air. That's, yeah. that's what it is. I mean, it's just a, a breath of fresh air out there. You can tell uh, he loves playing defense. Absolutely. Third down, nine to go. Mays in the shotgun. Four wide receiver set, kind of a spread offense. Look, looking towards midfield, throws it behind the receiver, John Ashford. Ball hits the ground, and we have a fourth and long situation. Looks like we're gonna have the punt squad come on out. And that's one thing you just you can just tell that fumble caused them to cause Elkhart to have some momentum. And now Davos score back is just just neutralize it just a little bit with that with that big defensive stop. So fourth down, nine to go. Chris Simmons, Courtney Garcia, with you here on Next Play Sports. Landry Mays, quarterback also, punter, stepping out there today for this punt attempt. Punt coming. This one a little bit straighter. Going to stay in play a little bit longer, but marked down around the 28-yard line. Maybe they might give it to the 30. Die ball's own 30-yard line is where they'll be starting at. Oh, is that 25? Oh, 25-yard punt. Thank you, Stedman. It's Jared Simmons. <laughs> Making an appearance in the background. Us. Y'all didn't hear us. I heard him. Yeah, I did too. I'll tell you what, we can't see the numbers on the field very well at all uh, here. So it, it's going to be fairly difficult at times. At least we do have those orange markers across from us that can kind of help us play the, the game of uh, of spotting where the ball is. Be spotted at the 30. So it's Luster. It's Pierce. It's McMillan. And Jeremiah Settler. All out on the offensive side things. Hand off to McMillan, though, after Skinner's thought about running the option and bringing it out, out left. And McMillan, though, on the handoff will go to the right. Brought down right at the line. Yet to see a pass attempt from Dieball here early on in this one. 
So something that's very opposite of what we saw last week where yeah. at Cold Spring, you know, we saw a lot of heavy passing offense. This time it's uh, focusing on the run, and just like ground and pound, ground and pound. That's why this first quarter is flying by. There's 235 to go in it. Yeah, that's this been quick. Here we go. Just Here on cue, Miskunis finds Settler. Screen pass out left. He's brought down about the 35-yard line, but that's not – who cares where it was down? It's a completion. Yeah, that, it is. That's a good confidence builder. Yeah, that's, that is. And, and and that's one thing that I've seen throughout the year. When Dabal has started passing the ball, when they get some short routes going, yep. then they can get those long routes going as well. Because Luster can take the, the top off the defense. Yes, he can. And he's proven that time after time. Uh, but right now it's all about let's get the quick hit, the quick hit passes in and – Make sure they work. Third down, four to go. And on that, I believe, I believe Settler could have had some big, more big yardage. He just didn't have his footing. He couldn't get get his full acceleration off, and allowed the defender, and that allowed the defender to come back and uh, get into play. And Mascunas now will run the option. He he gets free again. Fake the handoff, and now he's running on the sideline. He's stripped. Oh. Nobody's bringing him out. Let's see. The, Are they gonna? Are going to say he's, I don't say he's out? Oh, they, say they, they are going to say that he out, stepped, stepped out of out. bounds at the 13-yard line. That was pretty close. He nearly shook him off. I tell you what, his back heel must have touched. That's where we need some replay. What, yeah, that's exactly what we need. <laughs> we need some replay right up here to be able to see exactly what happened. But but Miskunas ran, the, ran uh, right out of that option. Boss spotted at in Elkhart territory, the 13. A 51-yard rush for Dylan Miskunis. Man, he's, and there we go. There's, there's, we saw a little glimpse of it last leg, week yeah. with, in the versatility of, of, the, of the running pass option. Now he's getting back there. Heavy set package in. Here we go. It's a pitch out to McMillan. Out going right. Has Gums blocking for him, but Gums couldn't quite get to that yeah, backer. I'll tell you what. That was pure speed being shown, put on full display by Elkhart's Cade Starr. Tell you what, he got out there very quick and, yes, and Gums just couldn't quite lay the block before him. Yeah, Gums was trying to find somebody to block, but but just that speed allowed allowed Star to get back there and get McMillan before uh, Gums can, can find him. Second down after a loss of two. Heavy package one more time. Ascunas under center. Handed off to Tavion Williams. Tavion breaking out left. Can he shake off the tackle? No, but he is brought down at the five-yard line. The game, gain of nine on the play for Tavion. And you know R.J. Moore felt, felt all of that. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. Tavion was running very aggressively. He was bringing it. Tavion, the third package, you know, with, with Gums being out for the year, the third person to come in now for that heavy package that, that Coach Morrison likes to run. He catches them off guard because you really get a pounding does. and then you get a fast person Absolutely. in there. And, and he can he can fit through those holes that, that McMillan exactly. can. He, he can. So here we go. Third down and short. McMillan hurdles one guy, gets across the three. to. Can he get fight for the two? No, but it is a first, first down. down. Yeah. Nonetheless, the first and goal now for the Lumberjacks. Which is nice. I always love. It's one of those things that I think if you look at the numbers of it, you would much rather see your team get to the 12-yard line instead of the 10. That way you've got basically at least eight attempts. Yeah. Eight attempts to get in the end zone. So here we go. In the first quarter, the buzzer will ring. We're tied up at 7 all. It's a good one, folks, here. Dive ball threatening the score when we come back for the second quarter here on Next Play Sports. At High Point Furniture, our secret is simple. Great quality mattresses at the best price. Day in and day out. 
At High Point Furniture, we know that a good night's sleep sets you up for a great tomorrow. And you won't find a better mattress for the best price than here at High Point Furniture. Visit us online at highpointfurnituretx.com or come by our store located at 3416 East Dimmon Avenue in Lufkin. High Point Furniture, great quality mattresses at the best price. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Commercial Bank of Texas has been your community bank since 1901, and our dedication to the people we serve is as important today as it was then. Today, CBTX brings you the latest technology, backed by personal customer service and hashtag sealed with a smile. At Commercial Bank of Texas, banking is our business, but helping people succeed is our passion. It's time you experience banking Texas-style. Stop by or give us a call today. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back. We're here. The schooner's under center. Handed off. Was it Jeremiah Gums on that? Looks like yeah, Jeremiah, yeah, Jeremiah Gums splitting right up the gut. First play back from in the second quarter. And Jeremiah Gums coming up with a two-yard rush for a touchdown. Lumberjacks here quickly. Courtney, just... It was like the Red Sea just opened up for him right through the middle. Yeah, it was. And him and Mascunas kind of ran into each other at first, but he just <laughs> he just stayed with the plan, handed it off to him, and that A-gap was just wide open. Just learning how to two-step is all it is. The extra point attempt coming from Adrian Garcia is good. He's two for two. The score now, 14-7. Lumberjacks quickly take the lead here in the second quarter. We'll be back right after another short break here on the home of Lumberjack football, Next Play Sports. Son, back in my day, I could throw the pigskin a quarter mile. Really, Dad? Yeah, I could run so fast, lightning couldn't catch me. Really? And when I would tackle someone, thunder shook the ground. Dad, are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Land a winning career with Georgia Pacific. Don't let the opportunity get away. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ more than 2,200 people in Texas in 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back. We're here second quarter, just about six seconds into it. The Lumberjacks leaving 14-7 after a touchdown rush by Jeremiah Gums. The kickoff from Garcia lands at the one-yard line and just flat out dies. A great tackle made on the play. Their first to it is Ethan Smith bringing him down. And finally, it's a it's a it's not a great starting position for Elkhart. Yeah, it was. And, and, and that middle was kind of open for just a split second. But Ethan, he came and closed it, closed that gap really, really quickly. He got quickly. to it. He got talk. to it. Yeah, if you can talk. <laughs> quickly. It's, it's important for the radio to be able to talk. But listen, we appreciate you listening in wherever you are, however you may be listening. Make sure to hit us up on our Taco Costa Twitter. Twitter feed, Instagram feed, Facebook feed, whatever it may be, our website, we've got you covered, Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. First down. It looks like we had, looks like a false start, let's see, you know, timeout taken oh, by 
I did see the line jump, but it was right before or right after Coach Morrison called a timeout at the Pat Penn Pause, brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Pat, such a proud sponsor here on Next Play Sports. Every pause taken, brought to you by him, buying or selling in the real estate market. Contact Pat for all your needs. Courtney, here's second quarter. What's uh, what's the most important thing for the Lumberjacks defensively here uh, in the second? It's just stop stop this initial drive yep. and set the tone here for the second quarter. If they can do that, that's what they kind of did in the first half. Other than that fumble, it just gave them a little bit of momentum. But initially, they stopped them and stopped that momentum from, from getting going and try to limit their surges. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that one of those things that the Elkhart's going to try to do, if I'm the coach, I'm saying, look, let's get it back. You yeah. know, let's get those points back. Let's make it a tie ball game again. But you got to shut the door on that very quick here. So a four and out will be just what the doctor ordered, uh, you know, just to kind of set us up and keep us moving forward here for this one. So first down after the timeouts of Pat Penn Paul is brought to you by Pat Penn at REMAX Home and Country. Score 14-7, to 11.48 to go in the first half. Landry Mays faking the pass, and then he's brought down at the sack in the backfield. Man, first to it, quickly getting there was Casey McNeil, and he's pumped yeah. up, and the crowd's hearing him too. Yeah, this guy's been all over the place for the last few weeks, especially with uh, Hezekiah Freeman going out, and he stepped in that role and took a, and, and stepped up big. Freeman does leave a big gap, you know, on the yeah, defensive pressure. We were seeing him get to it. He's not necessarily done the whole year, though. That's the that's the yeah. price side for the Lumberjacks is that you could be seeing him come back week one of playoffs, which uh, we'll take him back in any form or fashion we can get him for sure. Second down, 15 to go. Mays has everybody lined up to his left. Rolling out to his left, looking to make the pass on the run. It's complete, called by Starr. Starr puts a move on and gets up to what might be a 10-yard gain. To make it third and five. But that was one of those things where the die ball defense really couldn't get adjusted quick enough. Oh, it's a flag. It's a flag on the play. Is there a flag on the play? Wow. Yeah, it was. I did not it see what. Yeah, it was holding. It was holding against. Okay. Well, I was back here. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're where <laughs> yeah, you are. It, yeah. you, you can see. Uh, you can see that all the way down there on that end. But uh, something, though, that is to be noted on that play, they set up everybody left side of the ball. Left side, and so ball had to hurry and get adjusted quickly. Yeah, and, they, and they've gone to those flood routes when they when they need a, when they need a secure pass, they went to either that screen or those flood routes. And that just, I mean, it just give them options, and, and they've uh, been able to complete some passes out of it. Yeah, Mays was able to roll out very easily over to his left and make it, it was like a pitch and catch. I mean, it wasn't 10 yeah. yards difference between them. Oh, but the snap goes high over the head of Mays. He's back in the end zone. Trying to save it from going out of, out of the back of the end zone. Is it going to be a safety? What's it going to be? They're saying incomplete pop. Whoa, they're going to say that the incomplete pass is anything incomplete. That's, that's intentional grounding. Yeah, that's No flag that's, on the saying, play no flag, anywhere. Though. That ball was going out of the back of the end zone. Mays picked but, it up before. Coach Morrison's yeah. saying intentional grounding. Yeah, Coach Morrison's saying that should be intentional grounding because he was jump, it was a jump pass going out of the end zone that he just threw at the def- at the die ball defender. Yeah, hit uh, it looked like it hit uh, Tristan Page uh, right in the chest on that throw. So, wow, that's a that's bre- a break, that's, that's that's a break, break for Elkhart. Here, third down, fourteen to go. <laughs> Coach Morrison said, "I'm taking a timeout. <laughs> timeout. We're, yeah, we're about to be talking." He said, we're about to have a conversation. It's another Pat Penn Paul. brought to you by Pat Penn at REMAX Home and Country. We will take this break with them. Lumberjacks leading 14-7 here with 10.40 to go in the first half.
At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. And we're back from the Pat Penn Pause, brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Second timeout taken to the half by Lumberjacks coach Morrison. He was he wanted just he wanted that timeout just to talk to Mr. Yeah. Official. Yeah, he did. It's fourth down now after a run went nowhere nowhere for Elkhart. Maybe gained about two yards, possibly. Looking to send just center it back up. Here comes the punt now from Landry Mays. Gonna be punting from his own end zone. And, that's, and he hasn't had the best punts. Hits that one straight up in the air. It's a very, very short punt. It lands back here by the <laughs> about four yards in front of the first down marker. And so the die ball gets to take over in Elkhart territory. Very close to the end zone. Ball will be spotted. Let's see. Around, it's so hard to tell right now, especially with numbers in front of it. I would say about the 25, 27, maybe at the 30. 30 yard line for that, that one to be put down. So an 18-yard punt, not exactly. Yeah, what you're that's the for. bad. That's the bad thing about about how the punting has went for Elkhart in this game. When they get backed up, they, that can that can kill them they like it's doing right now. There. Yeah, yeah, they can't get out of there. You're not seeing any 50, 60-yard punts so far in this one. 9:53 to go. Lumberjacks leading 14-7 here in the second quarter. Chris Simmons and the Courtney Garcia with you on the call tonight. Jared Simmons behind the scenes. Like yeah, a false start. Yeah, false start all day. <laughs> Looked like the first one to move was Adrian Martinez. Yeah, yeah. Adrian Martinez was uh, he was quick on it. Uh, nonetheless, <laughs> got a little bit ahead of himself. Yep, just a bit, just a bit. So five yard penalty. Started over with first down. Fifteen to go now. Total yards in the game. Die ball nearly has a hundred more than what we've seen from Elkhart. One forty three to forty seven. Five first downs for the Lumberjacks as well, but. The ground game has been where they've been able to punish. 137 yards on the ground, and they'll get some more here. McMillan off the handoff. Breaking out wide right. Gain of 10 yards on the play for Darius McMillan. Brought down 25. So recouping that that recouping that false start plus getting five more. Yeah, I mean, those are the those are perks of having McMillan in the backfield. He can get you possibly get you some get that yardage back and more second down about seven or eight to go that's it not actually gonna be closer to six six to go miskunis in the shotgun low snap able to pick it up fine has a slot receiver wide open pass caught running to the end zone brought oh, down just, just short of it oh man hunter smith the fullback in that situation Lining up, had nobody covering him. Smith able to come in and bring one down all the way down to the one-yard line. And that's big. That's big for the passing game. 
to continue on in this game, and he was just wide open. There's nobody there to cover him. And, I mean, if we had some more replay, we, he maybe had, he tw- may- they maybe had uh, uh, alligator rolled him into the end zone. <laughs> Maybe stayed on top of the, on top of the defender, but we don't have that. So have a story about an alligator to talk about a little bit later in the broadcast, Courtney. Thanks for saying the word; it triggered a memory in my head. <laughs> Eight <laughs> seconds to go on the play clock. The heavy set in for the Lumberjacks. Handoff going to be coming somewhere. Where's it going this time? McMillan has it. He runs easily, basically untouched into the end zone. It's another touchdown, Lumberjacks. And man, that's just a perk of the of the heavy package. I mean, you can you can maybe stop them in uh, when they have to have some more space, but right on the one, it's just they just walked into the end zone. Walked it in just like that. The score now twenty to seven. Adrian Garcia coming out for the extra point. Holding the snap is going to be Hagen Pierce. Snap coming, ball down. Garcia's kick, a line drive, very low, but it's good. Here he goes. The score now, 21-7. Lumberjacks lead by 14 here in the second quarter. Starting to open things up just a bit. The story about the alligator, and it's actually not a personal story. I wish it was. I'll tell you what. I saw a video on Facebook. How many how many stories start like that, you know? I saw a video on Facebook yesterday scrolling. I was mesmerized. I watched all five minutes of it, and I never do that. It was a, This man saw an alligator in Florida trying to cross, or he was in the middle, uh, in the median between two lanes. It's, it's a lane. It's a set of grass and another lane of, of highway. He pulls over. Basically gets the alligator wrestled down, locks him up, picks him up, throws him in the back of his truck, uh, used something to kind of like help keep the mouth shut of the alligator. Yeah, some kind of tape or something to keep it shut. Picks the alligator back up, drives him over to a swamp. Drops him in there, and he's back at home. I tell you what, it was amazing. That guy is Gator Boy certified. <laughs> Gator Boy certified. Is, I tell you what, though, he had no bones about it. He wasn't scared one single bit. He was ready to go for it. And uh, and I tell you what. So that's today's segment of Look What I Saw on Facebook. <laughs> back to your normally scheduled programming with 8.34 to go in the first half. Lumberjacks leading 21-7. to The kickoff coming. It's a line drive kick. Recovered. By Elkhart, man, they just oh, had to man, fall they on had it. Trouble. Yeah, they just had to fall on it as quickly as possible. Just went through one's legs, and then the other one just, man, said, man, I don't want to go through my legs. So he just went ahead and fell on it. Ball going to be spotted. I think at the 25-yard line. I'll tell you what it is. These, these lines are, are very dim tonight. As to, or faded as to be expected. So with Elkhart... 47 total yards of offense. They, as you said, Courtney, had the flood package set off left side. So you imagine we'll have to see Mays rolling out right. Let's see. Nope, not going to be a roll. It's going to be a handoff right up the middle, but it went absolutely nowhere. Die ball defenders jumping all over that. I believe it was Jeremiah Gums. Yeah, and that middle for Die Ball's defense is just, just not let anything by them. Gums and Robertson together just been have been very tough. Uh, not allowing anything to go by right now at this point in the game. <laughs> Tell you what, overall game time, it's still just flying by. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, 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 we're maybe 45 minutes into it. Got eight minutes to go in the second quarter. Mays in the gun. This time he will roll out to his left. Has a lot of pressure trying to make a pass. Pass is incomplete, intended for John Ashford. And that one actually went more towards the. Lumberjack sideline, all the players standing over there on the sideline instead of the wide receiver itself. That was just great coverage, getting those under those uh, short those short outs. 
And that's where Mays has been going in those short outs because they've been open because nobody's been able there to cover them. But they covered them on knees, and it was just nowhere for them to throw the ball. Third down, third and long. I don't think we've seen the third and short situation yet for Elkar. They have no, converted third right down. Yeah. We haven't seen the third and short in this one. So something to, to be noted, to be watched for. Couple wide receivers out left. Martinez will match up with them, as well as Daryl Weaver. There's a pick. Oh, it's a pick by Weaver. Ball was overthrown. Weaver recovered. He's got lots of speed. Can he get by the oh, line? Well, he yes, he can. He's in the end zone. It's a pick six. Another touchdown for the Lumberjacks. That was just all speed, and, and Mays overthrew both of his receivers and just straight in the arms of Weaver, and he just burned every lineman that was there. Yeah, he did. I'll tell you what. Weaver has the speed to do it, too. Yeah, he he, he's, he's quick. He's quick, and he has his first pick six of the season for a die ball. And so Adrian Garcia getting to come out one more time and just add an exclamation point to this quarter that's been very successful so far. Yeah, it, yeah, it has. And it's just good to see die ball surging, surging like the, like they've been known to do majority of the season. They've and they just surge when the defense is scoring. That's when you know die ball is on. That's when, yeah, it's a it's a tough night for you if if they're getting points as well. Extra point attempt is no, no good. good. It missed out wide to the to the left. So the score, twenty-seven to seven. Lumberjacks lead by twenty. Be back in a moment with more here on the home of Lumberjack football. Next play sports. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. And welcome back. We're here live. Second quarter underway. The kickoff on the ground recovered by Colby McClellan of the of the Elks. Score 27-7. Chris Simmons, Courtney Garcia with you. What's been a fun one so far. An uh, exciting second quarter where we've seen seven or 20 points scored this quarter for the Lumberjacks. That's the kind of, you know, the, they can flip a switch really quick and become a highly potent team that we've seen most of the year. Last week was not that situation, but we're seeing... That old team, just like T.I. said, is dead and gone. Yeah. Dead and yeah, gone. We don't him, need to see him, that anymore. Him and Timberlake, so it's dead and gone. But this is what you expect the ball to do. Come back after that week, get, be a little bit more, have a little bit more fire behind and wake them up a little bit. Like, man, we don't want to be in those close games like that. And they've come and showed that here. A penalty on the play on the, off the kickoff is what it's going to be do, uh, is what came down right after you, after you started looking at me and we started talking a little bit. A penalty came down for, so it's going to be a re-kick for the Lumberjacks. 
And I'm expecting him to keep it on, keep this kick on the ground. It's going to be on the ground again because I'll tell you what, kicking it on the ground already makes it slick. Yeah, already exactly. makes it tougher for the receiver to try to, to, to put a grasp on it. And so uh, maybe you have a chance to get down there to get to it. And also limiting these long returns by Elkhart. Yeah, for sure. So Garcia sets it up, tees it up one more time. Must have been an illegal formation, something on that play. I didn't see what the, I didn't even, the referee didn't really, didn't, give, have a, didn't give us a sound because I didn't hear it in PA either. <laughs> so Garcia will kick it on the line one more time. Bounces at the 40, goes back to the 20. Picked up this time by Messiah Berto. He'll be tackled around the 34-yard line. And so the die, ball, the die ball defense comes out one more time. Martinez, Settler. Gums, Page, Weaver, who just got the pick six, Tyveon Williams, the big man, Casey McNeil. Who has been a tear yeah, he in has. this game. Absolutely so. Looking to see. Here we go. First down. It's a handoff. Running back, brought down, thrown to the ground. Jason McMahon not getting a lot to go in his direction. Yeah, because they try to pound this this dive ball team, but they're not letting not too many yards get by them. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot for for uh, Elkhart to do running the ball right up the gut. Also getting to see in, in the defensive formation here, Ethan Mendoza. Haven't seen a lot of him this season so yeah. far, but he's kind of been stepping up here in, in the absence of Herbert Gums on that line. So Mendoza getting some playing time here. Quarterback option, Mays will keep it, and he'll be tackled after a gain of about three yards on the play. And not too much fooled on that one. Yeah, not too much, uh, for sure. Making the tackle was Casey McNeil, so I just, you know, the defense is, is staying true. They're playing yeah, honest they right now. Playing honest, playing it straight up, and seeing what the offense is going to do and challenging them to do something. So third down, five to go. You could see him run the ball, go to one of those wide receiver screens. Stepping back in the shotgun is Mace. Looked like he's going to pass, now he's scrambling. Trying to make the pass, throws it over the head of his receiver, J.J. Castle. He goes out of bounds, four down one more time, and we'll see, if it, we'll see when it becomes four down territory. I don't think it's there yet. The punt squad should be coming out. Sitting with the ball sitting at the, you know, in their own 35. They're not going to go for it yet, but you get at about 10 yards and it might be a different situation. Yeah, and, and, and Mays, when I've seen when Mays, when they make Mays move around in the pocket, his throws have been going over. They've been over. They, they're they getting him out of his comfort zone a little bit, and that's what they. This is what this dive ball uh, defense needs to do. Completing a pass do. is hard enough, you know, for, for a team. It's an offset punt formation. Five guys going out wide left. Wide receivers there as well. Looking to do a fake punt. Will it be complete? Oh, no. He dropped it. It would have been perfect. Would have been absolutely perfect. But the pass was intended. Looking for the number on the play. Ryan Lindsay had the pass uh, through, thrown his way by Landry Mays. And die ball defense did a very poor job on that one of adjusting to the trick play. Yeah, if he, if he would have caught that ball, he would have had a, a, a quick maybe 10 to 15 yards absolutely uh, guaranteed without a uh, settler yeah possibly catch running him down but and an easy first down conversion yeah, that yeah, ball just literally just slipped through his fingers otherwise 
it was no problem. But that's something that we're going to see, you know, as you get to play on these, these really, really good teams moving forward and getting into playoffs. Uh, one of those things that they will run it on you once they see that yeah, you have a, a flaw with it. So I know that will be getting addressed in practice at some point. First down, ball picking it up from their own, uh, from Elkhart 40. It's a handout to McMillan who will gain, maybe trudge along for about two yards on the play. Yeah, and I've seen it just them just running, dive ball running up because just soften, trying to soften his defense up just yeah. a little bit, and so they can get deeper, a little bit deeper in their playbook. It's a set of jabs, jab, 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 and then eventually yeah. you go for the knockout punch at some point, and seen that work very well for us. Second down, seven to go on an awesome Friday night. I'm hoping the rain continues to hold off for right now. Looking like it may be coming a little bit later tonight, eleven midnight. And that's fine. Let's just get it. Yeah, that's fine. Not, not during here. Not during this game. Oh, we have a 55% chance oh. from 9 till 10. Courtney, what happened on that one? The throw was just a little just a little out in front of Luster, but Luster beat his man. He had yeah, it open. He had a slant route. No, that's no surprise. Luster yeah, beat his yeah, man is a phrase exactly. we've said so many times <laughs> this season because he's got that just blazing fast speed. And, you know, it's one thing to do on a football field. He can also do it on a basketball court as well. He Gets out there and just flies from the point guard position. One of those guys that, you know, he's, he's a, a multi I think he's a three-sport athlete. I think he runs yeah. track as well for die ball. So one of these just crazy athletic kids, very gifted. And Luster, they, they pulled Luster out and put a, a little bit bigger receiver in, in Jalen Willis in the game. Yeah, that's going to be good. We'll see how Willis, you know, can, continues to develop and get better. McMillan will catch it off, off the screen pass, a little bit delayed. From the Lumberjacks is uh, the Schooners rolled out right, finding McMillan, who eventually, you know, he acted like the blocker for a second, then he popped out of that block and uh, rolled right, caught the pass for first down for Dieball. And that's a good thing to see that they're using the use of McMillan in the passing game as well to use, get him in different situations, get him the ball where he can work work a little bit more instead of just pounding it and pounding it uh, down uh, Elkar's throat. Tell you what, looking at the weather, man, we're going to be cutting it tight. We better run the ball a whole lot because <laughs> about 9.30, we've got rain coming our way is what it's saying. We you never to, know. May have to have a little after show. Just uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> we might get to have some fun. First down went nowhere. Rush was just immediately shut down by Elkhart. And Dylan just went straight down, basically. And you don't see that often. Actually, a loss of one. Not even a neutral play. A loss of a yard. Yeah, we may have to have some fun. We've had one rain delay. Yeah, in the that's, season that's Liberty. Fun. But I bet they're not going to delay it at all. They're going to no, try they're to get, gonna they're going to, let's just play, play another time. Quick as we can and run the ball every play. <laughs> we'll see. 27 7 your score, four and a half minutes ago at halftime, or until halftime. Interesting going out right. Yeah, ball was tipped very low whoa, on the snap. Whoa. What a, whoa. That would have been a crazy interception. A combination of five players, two Lumberjacks and three Elks, all colliding on the same spot. Eventually the ball went straight down into the ground. That was John Ashford, but it had an incredible interception. Now, that, that possibly could have been on ESPN top. He went airborne yeah. and flipped. And I thought he had the ball, but he, he did drop it. So that would have been an insane interception for, for Elkhart and probably a a momentum changer, a big momentum changer. I think you're exactly right. The timeout taken by the Lumberjacks, the last one and a half remaining. It's the Pat Penn pause one more time, brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. We'll take the break with them here on Next Play Sports. 
When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. At High Point Furniture, our secret is simple. Great quality mattresses at the best price, day in and day out. At High Point Furniture, we know that a good night's sleep sets you up for a great tomorrow. And you won't find a better mattress for the best price than here at High Point Furniture. Visit us online at highpointfurnituretx.com or come by our store located at 3416 East Dimmon Avenue in Lufkin. High Point Furniture, great quality mattresses at the best price. That Pat Penn pause was brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Third down, 11 to go for the Lumberjacks. Mascunas working in the gun. Two wide receivers out right. Settler now in motion. Fakes the flip. Mascunas rolling out, throwing it deep. Looks like it might be left a little bit short. Ball is fought for. But the ball eventually hits the ground. Intended for Jalen Willis. Battle between him and that corner. And basically, you said the corner one on that one because it ends up on the ground. Yeah, the ball was thrown a, a little bit short, so Willis didn't just... The cornerback did a great job of getting his hands in there, not allowing Willis to get full extension and get up in the air off the off the, uh, off the uh, grass. I was going to say turf, but off the grass. Fourth down, 11 to go. Going for it here. Might as well. The flip to... Flip to Settler. He has a little bit of space on the outside. Cuts it back inside. And it's gonna be, I think it looks like it's going to be about a yard short of the first down. It all depends on the spot here. Yeah, turnover on downs. Yeah, Settler got very close. was about a yard and a half short of crossing over to make it a first down for the Lumberjacks. Turnover on downs. Not for a lack of effort, though. That was that was great. That was all Jeremiah Settler making it happen with his legs. Yeah, because he could have easily been stopped way far back. But he did a great. He cut back in. He cut back. Uh, got him as far. Pulled him out as far as he could to that left side and cut back and tried to get those extra yards. But they grabbed his, kind of got his legs caught up and uh, brought him down just a little bit short. So first down for, for the Elks. Back in die ball territory. Mays fakes the handoff now. He runs it out right. Man, that guy's got some speed. He's making Tyveon chase him down. And finally, Williams is able to get there, but not before Mays gets all the way up to the 44-yard line. What a rush from Landry Mays. And, yeah, and and Williams didn't have – he, he kind of didn't have an initial speed at first. Right. He, he didn't believe that he was that quick, and so he had to bring up bring on his jets and, and go say, catch him. You saw him flip that switch yeah. really quick once he said, yeah, it was this, quick. this guy can yeah. run. So it's a first down after a huge rush for Landry Mays. The ball spotted at the 44. Thirty-four yard rush on the play. This time it's a it's a handoff to the running back who just kind of was standing straight up after four or five hits. He's just not going anywhere. He made a steal. The run for RJ Moore. Just great. Even though it didn't, didn't gain anything. No, he did. He just took. He was like a punching bag on that one. Took four, seven or eight hits, but didn't go go anywhere. Yeah, I don't think they just couldn't get a just could get a good grip on him. But it's just good to see that they got they kept hands on him uh, that that whole time because he could have easily broke. So clock will tick just under three and a half minutes coming up at halftime. Jared Simmons, Courtney Garcia, going to carry it for you 
I'll be talking everything from sit back Saturday. We'll talk through the scoring plays from here in the first half. Our commercial Bank of Texas, uh, Texas style stats. All the fun stuff at halftime. Make sure you stick, stick around with them. Lots to talk about overall. The handoff. Great man. shoestring tackle by, by Williams. Because yeah. he would have easily broke, possibly could have been a touchdown for Aircraft. It was R.J. Moore one more time, nearly getting the first down. Comes up just a yard short. There's nobody behind Williams. First time we've seen a third down and one play. Yeah, Williams uh, was a last-ditch effort on that one. He, he was it. Last line of defense for sure. But third down, maybe not even a full one, maybe about half a one. 27 to 7 is your score. Lumberjacks leading by 20 here in the first half. Mays will take it in the gun. Rolls it out right, able to break the tackle, gets through the hole, and gains about seven yards for the rush. And it's another first down for the Elks. Yeah, and Mays running the ball has been pretty consistent um, in this game. He's only been stopped once tell you for what, short yardage. You're exactly right. It's only the second first down of the game, though, for, for this Elkhart team. I'll tell you what, the defense has been... Uh, defense for Lumberjacks has, has been pretty strong so far. And only like momentum Elkhart's had is either on the fumble or, or, the, or right now with this uh, turnover on downs. First and 10 from the dive ball, 46. This time it was Jason McMahon. He's the, he's the primary load carrier for this Elkhart team uh, when it comes to running the ball. He is going to get a lot of touches. He has five touchdowns on the season so far. And this stop all defense pretty much held him in check for most of this game. But another, now they're going to move the change. It is a first down. So back-to-back first downs for the Elks. McMahon runs Try up the gun one now. more time. The defense looking tired. He gets close. It'll be right there close to it. Starting to find a few holes right, right up the gut. Second short. I bet we're going to start seeing Brady Jordan shade toward that middle as well. He'll come down, lay it down, down the wall very quickly for this die ball defense. Run up the gut one more time. It's the first down again. I'll tell you what, they have just, that, that offensive line, give yeah, them credit. They, they are yeah. opening things up. This time for McMahon to run through another first down. So after only having one so far in the game, they get three in a row. And it's a timeout taken by Elkhart. Another Pat Penn Paul is brought to you by Pat Penn. At Remax Home and Country, it's a fortunate timeout for Dybal because all of our guys are blowing wind right now. Yeah. Huffing and puffing. Uh, but that's how we'll move on. Before halftime, the score, 27-7, to 116 to go. We'll be back in a moment with more here after this Pat Penn pause on Next Play Sports. Georgia Pacific is building stronger communities. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years and a proud sponsor of Dybal Football. Today, Georgia Pacific employs over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. In recent years, Georgia Pacific invested approximately $260 million in the state to improve safety, foster innovation, modernize facilities, and boost environmental performance. Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. The sound signaling your morning has begun. Get your kids ready, lunch is packed, backpacks on, hair fixed, and fixed again. Load the car, but that's okay, you got this. With all of the busy, it's time to put a little mini in your morning. Chicken minis for breakfast from Chick-fil-A, South Lake Crossing, serving breakfast every morning until 10.30. And welcome back to that Pat Penn Pause, brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country Land- Landry Mace. 
scrambling on the first play back from scrimmage will roll around in the backfield. Nothing happening there. Brought down with a sack. A loss of about seven on the play. That's man, that's almost that's, a drive killer. Yeah, it is. I mean, just all that momentum they had and and it just just went on, went kind of went down kind of brought it back down just a little bit with For that. Sure. He kind of fumbled the snap and tried to bring it, pick it up and take it a little bit, but uh, Brady Drummond's just in there so fast. Always, always, yeah, always in there fast. In that, there that, fast. That is always. You know, that's, that's a, I bet that's Brady's, you know, tagline in his yearbook. Always to the tackle quickly. Yeah. Always in the backfield quickly. This is what he does. A loss of seven. Looking to see what the, it's almost a huddle happening over here for die ball on the defensive side of the ball. Not sure. That was just a quick timeout taken just to stop the clock and keep things going, or yeah, the clock is stopped. So it must have been one of those just to stop the clock kind of timeouts. Second down, 17 to go. Mays in the gun, looking to his right, throws it deep down the field, one on one. Tyvion Williams able to break that pass up. Pass intended for the wide receiver, Cade Starr, and he. And Williams just did not go for that stop and go. He was he stuck to him like glue and yeah. and tipped it away. Very good d- d- discipline shown. Yeah, uh, there by him on the route, making an awesome play. Third down, seventeen. And so now, you know, you're especially in high school football. This anything from this kind of range of field goal wise is probably not going to happen. And, you know, unless you come, you'll see some that, that yeah. will. But uh, right, we haven't seen it quite yet. So if you can come up with a stop here and force them to go for it on fourth down. Uh, you're setting yourself up really good going into the half when you'll be getting the ball back in the second half. Mays rolling out. That one high. Out to his left. Throws it way high over Star. Yao couldn't have caught that one. So now we are fourth down, and it's definitely going to be four down territory. They're going to go for it. They have no reason not to go for it being down by what they are. We're down by 20. Yeah, usually those kickers that can kick this far back, they usually have a pretty good have a pretty good scholarship coming from yeah. them to go to college. Yeah, and you hear about them before you get to the game. Yeah, you know? exactly. Or you see them warming up. Yeah, like, warming up. Oh, my oh goodness, goodness, look at that. <laughs> How uh, many offers does this kid have? Yeah, that's the thing. We haven't seen that, so it will be fourth down, 17 to go. And Dabal's done a great job of limiting the big plays in the passing game for Elkhart and I, and that's what they're going to have to do here. So here we go, fourth down. Mays looking deep down the middle. That's Intercepted by Settler. Settler at the three-yard line. Brought down. Back at the die ball three, but it's a turnover on downs. Jeremiah Settler coming up big with with the, uh, the interception. Just read it well and, and fought off the contact to finish off the catch. Yeah, just didn't allow, allow um, R.J. Moore to push him back into the end zone. The passing game for Elkhart has been very non-existent. Two for 11, minus five yards uh, uh, from for a passing game. So I tell you, it's very interesting to see. Uh, Lumberjacks in their hand, three of six for 46 yards from Mascunas. Mascunas also using his legs, has a huge rush earlier in the game. 93 yards rushing for Dylan Mascunas, our quarterback. Flag on the play before the snap for die ball offense. It's be false, false start, so we'll back him up halfway, half the distance to the goal. So basically it'll be a uh, first first down from the two-yard line now. This is where you're going to see the heavy package for sure. Yeah, just run the ball. Let's get the clock killed. 44 seconds. Elkhart does have one timeout left. Handoff to Tavion Williams, who's back in the end zone. Does one hurdle to get out of it. Now he's brought down, wrapped up at the about the four. 
clock continuing to tick. 27 to 7 is the score. Timeout taken, though, by Elkhart. They will use their third and final timeout. It's one Pat Penn pause. Brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. Got lots of news coming up for you here in the next coming weeks. Tell you what, we're excited with Next Play Sports to be doing everything that we've got going on. Uh, you know, die ball football we're following. We've also got basketball. Sometime we will be talking to you through all the logistics, all the details of what that's going to look like this season. We're excited. We've got big news, big plans for that. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're, we're doing some fun things, and East Texas Sports is so fun. But coming up at halftime for you, on the halftime show brought to you by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Got scores and more. Jared Simmons got a, the latest on all of our local games happening around the area. Sit back Saturday. Courtney Garcia will take you through what's going on in the world of college football tomorrow. NFL previews. Talking about through, through some fun games, some fantasy football, some NFL matchups to take a look at. And we'll have stats for you. So lots to go through here at halftime. Mascuna's going to take a knee. Not a knee. Uh, he just fell on the ball. Just fell on the ball. Wow, interesting. I wonder if that was on purpose or if that was no, he, he, he a, a bobble snap. snap. Yeah. Bobble snap. And so that's how we'll finish off this first half. The score, 27-7. to Lumberjacks leading a strong second quarter. A, a, a 20-point second quarter at that. And we'll head to the break with that. Lumberjacks will be receiving the kick in the second half. So... We will come back and we'll have the halftime show for you. Thanks so much for listening in wherever you are and however you may be listening. We'll be back in a moment for our Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing halftime show in a moment here on Next Play Sports. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. Commercial Bank of Texas has been your community bank since 1901, and our commitment to East Texas has never been stronger. From the Tamale Festival in Dybal, to the Blueberry Festival in Nacogdoches, to the Texas State Forest Festival in Lufkin, and every fun-filled hometown event in between, you'll find CBTX employees cheerfully giving back to hashtag our community. If you've never experienced banking Texas style, give us a call today. You'll be glad you did. At Soundtex, our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and we keep your goals as our top priority. From the initial consultation to the generous warranty, you'll see the heart and soul of our company. So join the Soundtex family today. Soundtex is located at 1611 South 1st Street in Lufkin. Or visit their website at www.soundtex.com. Open a Southside Bank prime checking account with all the great benefits of banking with a hometown team. Personal service from people you know combined with the latest technology, including online banking with bill pay, text banking, mobile deposit, mobile bill pay, and the Advantage Check Card. With five locations in Angelina County and 59 throughout the state, our team is ready to meet all of your banking needs. Discover banking with a hometown touch. Southside Bank, member FBIC. 
Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. Yes, my job as a welder is hard, dirty, and physically demanding. It's also a high-paying, in-demand career that also allows me to be creative, and I love it. Angelina College offers certificates and an associate's degree in welding, both of which can help you earn more than non-skilled jobs or try electronics or auto technology. AC has a class schedule that'll help you learn so you can earn more. Get an education without going into debt. Connect with an advisor today at Angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back here on Next Play Sports. And we're here at the halftime show presented all season long by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. It's going to be me and Jared Simmons taking it over for you. And first off on the halftime show, uh, we're going to have Jared with scores and more. And Jared, and which that will be, we'll talk a little bit about the first half. And also, speaking of the first half, we'll talk a little bit. Die ball is leading 27-7. to 7. It's pretty a pretty dominant half. And Jared, take it away for the rest of it. All right. Okay, and for the first score of the night, we got Kingwood Park going up against the New Caney Eagles. New Caney is down in that one, ten to seven in the third quarter. Livingston and Lumberton. Lumberton leads that one, thirty-four to three. At half, we got the Woodlands going over to Conroe. The Woodlands leads that one 31 to 7 at the half. Huffman is going up against Bridge City. Huffman leads that one 41 13 at half. LCM playing Splendora. Uh, the Bobcats of LCM lead that one 14 to 10. Groveton and San Augustine. San Augustine leads that one 34 to 14. And then we got the Lufkin game going. They're going up against Tomball. Lufkin leads that one 28 to 7 in the second quarter. Then we got Coots and Corgan Camden. Corgan leads that one 35-0 at half. A close one between Garrison and Beckville. Garrison leads that one 21-14. Some district action. We got Cold Spring and Crockett. Crockett leads that one 21-7 at the half. And then we have Palestine Westwood is going up against Trinity. And Trinity uh, leads that one 14-0 in the second quarter. Thank you for that, Jared. And, mm-hmm. and we'll be right back here on Next Play Sports, presented all season long by Georgia Pacific. With the rest of our halftime show, I'll have Sit Back Saturday, and then that will what we'll have next. And we'll also have NFL preview, Texas-style stats, and we'll go back through scores and more, and then keys to the second half. So we'll be right back with that here on Next Play Sports, presented all season long by, Nick, by Georgia Pacific. 
When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. When it comes to land clearing, house pads, and dirt work in general, you're going to want to work with a serious contractor. J.R. Ward with Southern Excavating takes this work seriously because he knows you're investing a lot of hard-earned money into your project. He also understands that you need to get the project completed as quickly as possible. For all of your land clearing, house pads, and dirt work, contact J.R. Ward with Southern Excavating at 936-465-7777. Once again, that's 936-465-7777. Son, back in my day, I could throw touchdowns to myself. Really, Dad? And I could kick a field goal from the opposite end zone. Really? Not to mention that I could drag down a whole defense down the field with my left pinky toe. Dad, are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Land a winning career with Georgia Pacific. Don't let the opportunity get away. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ more than 2,200 people in Texas in 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. No time to wait. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center has you covered. It's in network with your commercial insurance and accepts Medicare and Medicaid. Having transparency with your insurance rather than confusing out-of-network billing like traditional emergency centers. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center is a hospital ER without the wait. From respiratory illness to broken bones. Get treated in spacious suites. Complete with on-site lab and imaging services. CHI St. Luke's Health Emergency Center. Located in Lufkin in front of Sam's and Walmart. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Commercial Bank of Texas has been your community bank since 1901, and our dedication to the people we serve is as important today as it was then. 
Today, CBTX brings you the latest technology backed by personal customer service and hashtag sealed with a smile. At Commercial Bank of Texas, banking is our business, but helping people succeed is our passion. It's time you experience banking Texas style. Stop by or give us a call today. You'll be glad you did. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back here on the Halftime Show presented by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. And now we're going to get into our sit-back Saturday with myself hosting that. And our sit-back Saturday is just a, a, a college thing that we do. We do college pick'ems, and we have a leaderboard from all of our picks throughout the weeks. And I'm going to go through the leaderboard real quick. Uh, I jumped back into first place with 54 points. Uh, Jared, mm-hmm. uh Went down a notch I did. into I, second place with 53 points, not too far behind me. And Chris making some progress. Yeah. He's, he's been in third for the past two weeks. Two weeks he's making now, some yeah. progress. And he's not going to be last for long. I'll tell you that much. Not going to be last for long. <laughs> he, would, okay. he would break in. But, <laughs> but yeah, he's just four points off of first place. And I'm gonna and we have a bunch of games that we pick from, but I'm going to go through the big four games that I thought that would be pretty decent-sized games. And we're gonna, we have uh, two 11 a.m. games, which I'm going to go through. We have two, uh, two 6 o'clock, 6, 6, 6.30 in that range. And I'm going to go through these 11 o'clock games. And, and, and you, what would you would think that Michigan versus Michigan State would be a primetime night game, which mm-hmm. is the biggest, which one of the biggest games of, the, of tomorrow, but it's oh, an 11 yeah. o'clock start. So it's number six, Michigan, who is 6-1 on the season. They, they had a big win at the big house last week against Wisconsin has been one of the top teams in the country this year and they're going off against and they're going going to their rival they're, they're traveling to east lansing to play number four michigan state who is four and two on the season and they've been kind of kind of back and forth but mm-hmm. they've been pretty pretty good at home they played pretty good at home and they went on the road last week and, and upset penn state so that was a sure big Season uh, changing win for them that probably could be on the positive side, which could have some momentum going into this game against Michigan at home, their rival. And so that game right there, that's just going to be a dogfight. We don't know. You really don't know how that game is going to go. It could be a low scoring game just with how Michigan State plays. Like they they could put uh, Michigan in a scenario like they did last week against Penn State. And they held. They uh, didn't allow too many points. It was a low-scoring game at at, uh, at Penn State, so you could see them go back to that those tactics of having a low-scoring, making putting Michigan in uncomfortable situations, and uh, having a low-scoring game with them. So that game is going to be tough for Michigan to pull it out. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it go either way. It's a robbery game. So no matter the records, no matter the uh, the rankings, that game can go either way. Mm-hmm. Michigan wins that one by nine points. Go ahead and book it. That's, All right. Know, do you think they go into East Lansing and pull it out? I think I, they got this. I they think got a good quarterback gonna, over there. So. Legit. I think it's going to be a good thing. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all with you there, but it's going to be a tough one for, for them to pull it out. And then we're going to go to our next 11 a.m. game, and that game is going to be Oklahoma coming off the bye week from losing to Texas uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, which you know how I feel about that one. Mm-hmm. And so they're 5-1 in the season. They're number six in the country, and they'll be playing. They're going to be traveling to TCU. Who was three and three on the season? Who lad had a uh, a horrific game at home uh, uh, last week on a Thursday night against Texas Tech, and that game was just it just wasn't a good game. Mm-hmm. Both of those teams uh, did not play their best brand of football, and it was just a low scoring game. And mm-hmm. that's 
un- unaccustomed for TCU to have low-scoring games like that at home. They're there. They want to very put some offense. points on the board. Yeah. yeah, they want to put some points on the board. And and this one, I believe it's going to be fireworks because Oklahoma is going to be coming in with a new defensive coordinator, which I think is just an interim for right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they did fire uh, Mike Stoops. See you, Mike. Long yeah. overdue. <laughs> if you are, I mean, are one of those Oklahoma fans, I, I feel bad for you. But, yeah, see you, Mike. See you. Yeah. yeah, as Texas fans, we say we, we made your your uh, D coordinator made him <laughs> lose the job, man. Cause exactly. I, but I think it's going to be a shootout between these two teams. Uh, Oklahoma trying to find their niche on defense. And then TCU just trying to find their niche on an offense and defensive standpoint, trying to get back on track at home. And so we're going to – and so our next game is at 6 o'clock. It's going to be a, a SEC – primetime game between number 22 Mississippi State who will be who is four and two on the season and they'll be traveling to Baton Rouge and playing number five LSU who is six and one on the season who had a big win against Georgia last week and Mississippi State had a big win of themselves at at home against Auburn but nothing nothing bigger than Georgia LSU's win over Georgia last they just dominated Georgia in Baton Rouge last week and so this game right here, I believe LSU just, is just a powerful team, and I feel like it's going to be tough for Mississippi State to go in there after they domin- after how LSU played last week and dominated uh, Georgia. I believe it's going to be a tough one for Mississippi State. They possibly could maybe they're going to have to stay, try to stay in, in the game, but for the most part, I feel like LSU is going to be that team that at home. They're just going to be tough to deal with at home, and I feel like they're probably going to, prevail over Mississippi State in this one and so 630 this is our well the last game of my four my top four games uh 630 p.m and this is a big one I'm gonna have a, a probably a good deal to talk about this one mm-hmm. it's number 12 Oregon who was five and one who had a big win over Washington last week at home and so they'll be traveling to number 25 Washington State who is five and one and man this game right and they and uh, Washington State had uh, had a big win over Oregon State, but this game right here, man, at Washington State, Washington State has been a team that at home they've been a a ton to deal with over the past few years. They have found ways to knock off these these big time these big time uh, Pac-12 teams and and knock them off at home and and they and they're five and one on the yeah five and one on the season. And so they they they're uh, having their high right now, and they'll be having college game day coming to their town uh, in the first time in 15 years. And everybody knows the story of the old crimson flag that they that uh, a fan brings to college game day wherever it is. It's, it's been flying for forever, mm-hmm. for as as long as time can tell. So that so that's a big one. So you know those fans are pumped up. It's, been 15 years since they had college game day and so when they see that uh, college game day bus pull into there that you know it's just going to start from there and it's going to be a, a big week for those fans and in, in that community and so in this game right here it's going to be tough for Oregon to go in there and get that win but I feel like Oregon has they had a speed they have the then their defense has been playing really well as well so that'd be a tough game for them to go in there and get that win but Washington State doesn't have a they're not a slouch. They're five and one, and their and their offense has been rolling, and their defense has been okay at times. They've they've had some big stops, and and sometimes they give up a few points. But I mean that's just that's just how they've been all year. But this this uh, Washington State offense has been tough to deal with, and so that'll be a good matchup to see how Oregon's defense deal with their offense in this game. And so that'll be a big one. 
And so that that'll conclude our sit back Saturday uh, talk. And so next on next on a, a halftime show presented all season long by Chick Fil A South Loop Crossing, we'll have our NFL preview where we'll talk about matchups, uh, uh, fantasy sleepers, and fantasy talk. We'll have all of that, and then we'll have our Texas style stats presented all season long by Commercial Bank of Texas, and then we'll go back through our scores and more, and then our our tease for the set, our teaser for the second half, and and uh, our keys to the second half, and that'll con- and we'll be right back here on Next Play Sports, presented all season long by Georgia Pacific. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. At High Point Furniture, our secret is simple. Great quality mattresses at the best price, day in and day out. At High Point Furniture, we know that a good night's sleep sets you up for a great tomorrow. And you won't find a better mattress for the best price than here at High Point Furniture. Visit us online at highpointfurnituretx.com or come by our store located at 3416 East Dimmon Avenue in Lufkin. High Point Furniture, great quality mattresses at the best price. At Soundtex, we design and integrate professional audio, video, and lighting systems for houses of worship, commercial, municipal, and residential applications. Want to tie it all together with a comprehensive control system? Well, we do that as well. Let us help you with your next audio, video, or lighting project. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. Soundtex, proud sponsors on Next Play Sports. of people in this world. Morning people and not so morning people. Start your day with a chicken you love. Get the feeling of Chick-fil-A for breakfast. Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing serving breakfast every morning until 1030. Georgia Pacific is building stronger communities. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years and a proud sponsor of Die Ball Football. Today, Georgia Pacific employs over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. In recent years, Georgia Pacific invested approximately $260 million in the state to improve safety, foster innovation, modernize facilities, and boost environmental performance. Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. At Real Graphics, we are the one-stop shop for every sports family. We know what it takes to get you in the best hats, jerseys, uniforms, even down to the socks at the right price. We have everything you need to support your player, cheerleader, or dancer. So get out on the field or cheer from the stands in your personalized gear. Whether you're the current athlete or their biggest fan, Real Graphics can help you score the touchdown with any of your design, print, apparel, website, or signage needs. Call us today or check us out online at realgraphics.com. Open a Southside Bank Prime Checking Account with all the great benefits of banking with a hometown team. Personal service from people you know combined with the latest technology, including online banking with bill pay, text banking, mobile deposit, mobile bill pay, and the Advantage Check Card. With five locations in Angelina County and 59 throughout the state, our team is ready to meet all of your banking needs. 
Discover banking with a hometown touch. Southside Bank, member FDIC. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back here on Next Play Sports. And I'm here with Jared Simmons for the halftime show presented by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. And Jared, he's going to have your Texas-style stats presented all season long by Commercial Bank of Texas. The Texas-style stats of the game are brought to you by Commercial Bank of Texas. We're the hometown fans fans in the stands rooting hashtag for the win. That's Banking Texas-style, Commercial Bank of Texas. And Jared, take that away. All right. So here are your – these are your Texas-style stats. So – Rush yards for your die ball lumberjacks. They have 161 rushing yards in the game so far. 135 of those coming in the first quarter and just 26 rush yards there in the second quarter. And then for Oh my god. Elkhart. Yeah, in the Elkhart they have 121 total rushing yards. 51 of those coming in the first and then 70 of those coming in the second passing yards. It's better than it was last week against Cold Spring. We have we have 46 passing yards this game for your die ball lumberjacks and the negative five for Elkhart. And that's something that we had to limit this game because we knew the quarterback for Elkhart, Landry Mays, he he can he can do it both ways. He can run and he can pass the ball. Something, but something that we could work on here going into the second half is limiting uh, Landry Mays' running because he does have 79 rushing yards in the game so far. Um, but that, those are just a few things that I have noticed this game. And another thing is, in the in the first quarter, the Lumberjacks they did have more yards, but they only scored uh, those seven points. But in the second quarter, they had less yards and scored more because the defense. They were yeah. They got that. Yeah, they, got they had really good starting position yeah. on each possession, and those are your Texas style stats. But brought to you by the Commercial Bank of Texas. Well, Jared, thank you for that, and we'll we'll cut for a quick break here on Next Play Sports. We'll come back with we don't have that much time. We got about five minutes, so we're gonna come back with uh, with Jared with some scores and more, and then we'll go back through our keys to the second half for die ball to secure this win against Elkhart. And we'll be right back with uh, Next Play Sports, where we have dive ball, football, all season long. And we'll be right back here on the Halftime Show. When it comes to land clearing, house pads, and dirt work in general, you're going to want to work with a serious contractor. J.R. Ward with Southern Excavating takes this work seriously because he knows you're investing a lot of hard-earned money into your project. He also understands that you need to get the project completed as quickly as possible. For all of your land clearing, house pads, and dirt work, contact J.R. Ward with Southern Excavating at 936-465-7777. Once again, that's 936-465-7777. Son, back in my day, I was strong enough to carry the entire team on my shoulders. Really, Dad? Absolutely. I sacked the quarterback with the snap of my fingers. Really? And not to mention that I could snap, hold, and kick all of my own field goals. Dad, are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? 
Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com slash careers. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. All right, welcome back here to the Halftime Show presented, brought to you by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Put a little mini in your morning, Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing, serving breakfast until 10.30 a.m. These, I'm going to go with some scores that I did not get to in the first part of halftime. So we got the Hawks of Harden Jefferson going up against the Tigers of Silsby. Silsby leads that one 28-6 at the half. Jacksonville going up against Marshall. Marshall leads that one 23 to nothing. We got the Dragons of Nacogdoches going up against Pine Tree. Nacogdoches leads that one 21 to 10. We got Palestine going up against Van. Palestine leads that one 7 to nothing. And then our last game, we got Rusk going up against Bullard. Bullard leads that one 21 to 6 in the third quarter. And now for some keys of the game, something that Chris, you can go with those uh, keys keys of the second half. Yeah, what we're looking at is going to be a lot of fun here in the second half. Uh, Obviously with a lot of rain in in the forecast uh, coming up really within about, uh, within minutes. It it could be any time. Courtney, I'm anticipating we'll see you come back in uh, pretty soon. What I want to see though is uh, how can our passing game continue to grow on on its success that we've had so far uh, this season or this game uh, because we've had a decent amount. It's three for six for 48. Nothing like it's it's jaw-dropping. But it's better than what yes, we've it, seen. Yeah. And it seems like the receivers and Mascunas are all on the same page. Yeah, just a little bit more focus this week on just securing those balls. And, and for Mascunas, just, just a little bit more focus on getting his finding ways to get his receivers the ball out in space. Kickoff coming. It's an onside attempt for Elkhart. That one doesn't even go 10 yards. That'll be either a re-kick or a penalty to where, yeah, not even a 10-yard kick at all. So uh, we'll see what Dieball chooses to do. I want to thank Jared Simmons. Thanks, bud. No Here on the Halftime Show. That's Halftime Show uh, brought to you by Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Put a little mini in the morning. Tomorrow morning is a great morning. A little for, rainy. Yeah, a little rainy. Perfect <laughs> weather for some chicken minis. Get oh, out yeah. and get some. Short story. Short story. Short go story. for it. A man, I was so hungry one morning that it was pouring, and I was just driving like 20 miles an hour to Chick-fil-A. Whatever you could do. Whatever I could do. I was so hungry. That's, I wouldn't have went if I was not hungry. So just a little short story for, for our viewers. Interesting. There we go. Just Hey, listen, it's, it's worth it, though. That's for sure. So the ball going to be downed at the 48-yard line of Elkhart. So Dival kind of gets two yards to uh, add to their credit. Miskunas. Working in the gun. We'll hand it off to McMillan. Though McMillan met right away by Blake Sabato, the junior offensive lineman. Lo- loses about a yard and a half on it. First time, first time hearing his name tonight. Had to have that mic up close to your mouth for some reason. I, I, didn't, know, I, I didn't know it was down <laughs> until I heard my voice like lower. I'm like, what, what's going on? It happens, that's for sure. Second down, but we saw Darius McMillan there in the first half saw him have 15 rushes for 45 yards so just uh just a mere three yards of carry Miskunas now will take a quarterback keeper all the way but he is Great stuck tackle. right away coming off the line 
is Cade Starr making the tackle. So quickly, it's a, it's a loss of yards in the first two plays of the second half. Not exactly what Coach Morrison had in mind, I'm sure. Yeah, not a, no, not at all. He spec, but now we can see see that pass, see what that passing game has, or we can just go back to McMillan. He's been able to he's been getting those chunks of yards back when we uh, get in these third and long situations. Three tackles on the game for Cade Star. Thanks to our stat man, Mr. Simmons in the back background. Two of those three for a loss. Third down, long to go. Miskunas will look deep down the field. That's a good option in Javon Lusher. Javon goes up and grabs it. It's a first down for the Lumberjacks after a huge game. And that's what you needed. That a long pass thrown to Lusher. Just all speed. He burnt, he blew by his defender. And great pass by Miskunas standing stand in there and, and giving Lusher a chance to go up and get in. Lusher went up and got it. And a big play for Dieball here to start off. Here to on this drive in the third quarter. Absolutely, absolutely, for sure. 32-yard pass, completion to Javon Luster. Miskunas will keep things going. The clock continues to tick here in the third quarter, up 27-7. Pardon me, McMillan, a run up the middle where he's basically stuffed. And like, like you can see, of course, you can see that this Elkhart's team is, when he's running up the middle, you see him trying to strip the ball away. Because it's a little slick, a little slick out there. The ball's a little slick, so just for McMillan, just secure that ball and and not let it not let it slip out of his hands. I think you're exactly right on it. Getting a little breeze out here. It is, yeah. You see the wind picking up, and it's it's basically you know it's coming. Yeah. Uh, you, everybody kind of feels it in, in in the air that hey, there's a little bit of something about to be coming down. On the snap. Jeremiah Settler on the on the wide receiver sweep brought down in the backfield. Yeah, great uh, back backside pursuit coming and getting him. And while Settler was just trying to find a hole, that that right side of that line was just pursuing him and just didn't allow him to go anywhere. Yeah, so far no no positive yards coming on the ground for die ball. Surprisingly enough, one chunk play from from Miskunas thrown to to Luster. It's Settler now in the gun, running uh, run a little wildcat. He what fakes right, goes Miskunis. left. Now he's going outside. Jeremiah Settler has some daylight. Oh, a flag man. on the play. The stretch over the pylon. They're going to say he's down though, right before he crossed. But there is a flag on the play. It's going to be a hold against no, the offense. There was no was brought need back. for that because mm. it was just so late. He was far away from where that flag was thrown. Hate to see it. And a crushing block by Mascunas. Yeah, he that allowed, allowed Settler to get outside. He he almost knocked that defender off his feet. <laughs> no kidding on that one uh, because it was a great play all the way around. Then on the opposite side, just, just, just no know, need for it. It happens. So here we go. Ball will be brought back. It's third down and 12. Finally, getting things set. Taking a while to, to reload. Not sure if we're aware of how quick we need to get this stuff done. <laughs> we need to get these these uh, these balls snapped and, and get going. Yeah. To say the least. But we continue on here in the second half. Third down, 11 to go. Miskunas has a little bit of work to do. 
has Hagen Pierce out left, but looking to the right where Lusser completed one earlier, but this one throws way over his head. Won't do the same on that one. Yeah, now when now when you expect Miskunas, if he's going to overthrow him, you better go ahead and overthrow him because because R.J. Moore from that safety position was coming over and almost had an opportunity to pick that one off because it was a little short because it was long, but it was short enough for him to get over there and, and possibly had a chance to pick it off. So fourth down, four down territory for certain for the Lumberjacks. See what the play call is here. With the incomplete pass, the clock has stopped. Courtney, I can't see the clock right now. Where, where are we at? How much time is left on the 8-17? 8-17 to go here in the third quarter. And wow, timeout wow. taken. Wow, the last second. Yeah. That's odd. No, we wouldn't even. No, we'll see. Uh, it's a Pat Penn pause, though. It's our fourth timeout of the game. First one of the second half. It's a Pat Penn pause. Brought to you by Pat Penn at Remax Home and Country. We'll be back in a moment with more here on Next Play Sports. Being a nurse is demanding, challenging, and rewarding. And the pay is great. Angelina College offers associate degree programs in both vocational and registered nursing. Or take classes to be an EMT, radiology technologist, or a surgical tech. In two years or less, you can be working in a healthcare job that's both personally rewarding and high paying. Jobs in the healthcare field are in high demand. Connect with an advisor today at angelina.edu. Find your future at Angelina College. Commercial Bank of Texas has been your community bank since 1901, and our commitment to East Texas has never been stronger. From the Tamale Festival in Dybal, to the Blueberry Festival in Nacogdoches, to the Texas State Forest Festival in Lufkin, and every fun-filled hometown event in between, you'll find CBTX employees cheerfully giving back to hashtag our community. If you've never experienced banking Texas style, give us a call today. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back after the Pat Penn pause. Miskunis will take it out of the gun. Looking over to his right, receiving on the field. Nothing happening, and he's brought down on the sideline. A turnover on down. Dylan Miskunis not really able to make anything happen. Courtney, nothing really opened up down the field, but he also didn't just chunk it either. He lost a couple yards on the play. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what Coach Morrison probably wanted him to do. Instead of forcing it to Luster or to Hunter Smith, who was doing that, who was running a little out route, he was, that's what he's looking for initially, but... Just, just good job just holding the ball, make sure he doesn't fumble and not throwing it into deep and uh, heavy coverage. So Elkhart will take things now. Midfield just got word over at the Lufkin game. Rain is coming down, looking at the radar. Tell you, it looks like it's coming right for us. Uh, don't want to be Debbie Downer, but it sure does look like it's, it's headed our direction for sure. Oh, man, I might need to. You might be coming back in yeah, the booth. In the you, booth. you might be coming back on up. <laughs> We'll see. We'll get nice and cozy up here with second down nine to go for El for the Elks. The Elkhart Elk Elkhart Elks. Elks. Not, doesn't come off the tongue as well as some might like it to. It's a rush by McMahon who's tackled on the plate. Quickly getting that. That's actually a really good jump. A good read yeah, by Jalen McMillan, the freshman. You know, little brother to Darius. And, and uh, you know, he really got there quick. Closed that gap quickly on the play. Yeah, just double trouble from these these younger brothers. Yeah, <laughs> tell you what, Jeremiah Gums and and Jay, I say Jay, yeah, Jalen McMillan lost his name for just a second there. Third down, four to go. 
Lumberjacks need to stop here. Here we go. Here, yeah, here it is. Clock, clock is running. Tight coverage on the far side. That's what you're looking at right now. Yeah. Handoff. McMahon brought down. Tackled close to a first down. Let's see what it ends up being spotted at. Yeah, it's going to be a first down. First down. But that tight coverage out there is what I would probably want to, that I would probably see from, from Tyvion Williams because he hasn't let these receivers get too much, get too much by him. First down. Now for Elkhart one more time. Another first down. Oh, the ball sna bobbled snap. Somehow, May is able to get out of it. Eventually, Landry May is able to be tackled by the ankles of, uh, or I guess by his ankles. Brady Jordan yeah. there wrapping him up on, on, on the play. Wow. What but a play. Elkhart hasn't been able to get a rhythm because when they get, when they get some momentum going, they somehow that snap is just not been there at some points in the game through drives in the game and that's just kind of had a few setbacks for him that uh, has cost him a few points in this game. Second down, nine to go. Taking the handoff, Mays will keep it himself. Landry Mays tackled. Jeremiah Settler came in rushing to to make the play. Settler has some speed up there, man. I, yeah, I, I don't know why. I don't know why I feel like it's hitting me so much in this game, but Jeremiah Settler has a lot of speed all over the field. Because he, I think it's just because in that in the second quarter, he went and caught Mays. Yeah, he did. Because initially, he didn't have the acceleration to do that, so he had to turn his body and then go accelerate and catch Mays down, that was uh, running down the sideline. He went and caught him within like 15 yards. And you really see him get to work very well. Mays will keep it one more time. A quarterback keeper, third down. There goes Settler. Yeah, there he goes. Forced him out of bounds. And him and Page on, on the uh, pursuit. Another first down for Elkhart. That's where we've had two. Uh, the back. In the last six plays have kind of been uh, the, a pattern set by Elkhart. They just you know, allow their repeat do it again. But we're putting Settler in that free safety. He's got lots of free motion, lots yeah. of free range out there to, to really be the ball hawk that he is. So first down one more time. They just crossed the timeline. And the die ball 48 where the ball is marked. Weaver playing the corner here right close to us. It's going to be a pitch outside to the left. Wow, what a move. What a move put on on the plate. R.J. Moore just making defenders fall out here for the Lumberjacks but he put on the brakes quickly and everybody else went flying. Yeah, and he just got McElroy just leaning a little bit too far and he cut back inside but but that was, a, I mean, we would say we would want him to cut back inside instead of cut back outside. Right. Because he's going back into the defense and that's what happened. He just got corralled by a horde of, of die ball defenders. He really did. Second down, eight to go. Mays on the handoff. One more time. It's Jason McMahon who gets about six of that eight that he needed. Make it third down and two. I'm telling you, exactly the same thing is happening every single play right now. It's a long drive. Statman, how many plays in this drive? Eight. This is this is me eight or that was eight? This is coming up the eighth play of the drive for the Elks. Third down and four. 
looks like they're going to run the ball one more time. Might as well. It's been successful here in the quarter. The handoff. McMahon has it. This time, though, Brock just blown out. Wow, what a play by Augustine Martinez. Really getting in there quickly. Came in there like Bringing a it right down. Yeah, he did. Uh, an ankle-seeking missile on that one. Yeah. He just went, went right at him. Lumberjack fans getting excited. Chance for his defense to get off the field after this long drive. Fourth down short. Got to have a stop here. Mays and brought Martinez. down. Looks like, oh, it's going to be close, folks. Oh, Going to be very close. That was Martinez in. One more time. It is a stop on yeah, fourth down. And that was all Augustine Martinez coming off that edge and getting another little shoestring tackle and bringing him down before he could get there. I'll tell you what. He just got there very, very quickly. The Lumberjacks come up with a crucial stop here in this one. Fantastic job. So first down for the Lumberjacks coming back out. Ball's going to be spotted in the Elkhart, pardon me, in the die ball, 39. As soon as bobbles the snap, gets it off to, to McMillan in just enough time. McMillan then tripped up. Kai Thomas able to make the ankle grab. And good thing that he did trip him up because that would have been an easy first down for McMillan. <laughs> it really would have. Fun stuff happening here tonight from Ball High School. Looks like the Lumberjacks are starting to get back on track. 27-7 is the lead here in the third quarter. Oh, that's, that's, that's got to be yeah, a that's, face mask. That's Millen, he, was, he had a lot of yards gained, about eight yards gained, and then he, you see his neck whip around backwards. And you know when you see your head, uh, uh, offensive player's head swirl around, you know something You know something happened. It had to be a face mask. It had to be a face mask. Personal foul, face mask. Yeah, so face mask, be 15-yard penalty on the play. The play results from the Lumberjacks first down. So first down, regardless whether the face mask was called or not, we'll take it. Get closer now, get into Elkhart territory on the Lumberjacks. And Dawa putting a little a little drive of their own, a little long drive of their own here. So here we go. First down from the 30-yard line in Elkhart territory. McMillan will get the handoff. Has a gap out left. Breaking it off, wrapped up and thrown out of bounds by Messiah Burdo of the Elks. But not till, not after. A first down for the Lumberjacks. Just using McMillan on that outside and just consistently pounding, pounding his Elkhart defense, kind of tiring, softening them up, tiring them down a little bit, and getting consistent first downs on this drive. So first down with a couple wide receivers out left. Javon Lester solo out on the right. Handoff to McMillan. Fakes left, goes right, trying to bring it back. A little cutback action on the on the line, setting up that block, but. 
Didn't go much more. Just got right where the ball was started from. Yeah, and that ball here on the verge of back in the red zone uh, on this drive. And I can, I'm definitely thinking that they're going to continue to pound him and eventually get this first down and eventually bring in that heavy package and finish it off. Second down, eight to go. McMillan trying to bounce it out left. He'll skip over one tackle. A little hopscotch action happening over there to get a six-yard <laughs> gain. Boys, get your tickets out for Project Graduation. And like expected, heavy package. Well, not not just yet. Not oh, not, not just yet. Not gotcha. Just yet. I was getting I was getting it excited like there. It. When we get the heavy package going, I'm pumped. I thought it was, but no. I'm just gonna be a handoff to McMillan, who has to do the, the dirty work in the trenches. Which quite literally, if a little bit of rain came, it would be trenches out there. Yeah. We even have we have probably have a mud bowl out here. Looks like it's gonna be stopped just short of the first down. Yeah, just short. Fourth and short. I believe it. I believe it's gonna happen. See if the snap gets off before the end of this third quarter. It's a very fast third quarter. Both teams just running the ball a whole lot. And so that's how we'll finish out the third quarter. The score, 27-7. Lumberjacks lead. A score this quarter for both teams. We move on to the fourth and final frame in a moment. Thanks for listening in on the home of Lumberjack football. Next play sports. Here at Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, we are very excited to be able to offer the best veterinary services to Lufkin, Texas, and the surrounding areas. It is our goal here to offer the highest quality veterinary care. Our patients and their owners definitely deserve it. And to accomplish this, we strive to continue learning so we can offer our patients the very best and most up-to-date veterinary care. Not only our veterinarians, but also our entire staff learns constantly so we can be the strongest hospital that we can be. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, proud to be a sponsor here on Next Play Sports. You can give us a call today at 936-639-1825 or visit them online at swdac.com. Once again, that's swdac.com. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. And welcome back. We're here in the fourth quarter. Chris Simmons, Courtney Garcia with you. Brought to you by Georgia Pacific All Football Season Long. It's fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics. Tyveon Williams, the handoff. First play of the game out of the heavy set. And it's a touchdown for Tyveon Williams. Just changing from power to speed, and Elkhart hasn't adjusted to that this entire game, and Williams just walked into the end zone uh, with a big hole for him. I mean, just wide, wide thinking open. Yeah, for him to run through it. I, I could have ran through that hole that they made. <laughs> well, Courtney, you're in shape. I think you should have said, Chris, you could have fit through that hole. Uh, yeah, that I, been, I, easy, yeah, but, yeah, but I appreciate the good. respect. That's cool. <laughs> Adrian Garcia out for the extra point. Through the uprights. There we go. It's a score for the Lumberjacks. 
And they're up 34-7 here in the fourth quarter. Brought to you by Real Graphics. Real Graphics, one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. T-shirts, banners, signs, wraps, everything. This list can go on and on and on. The good friends at Real Graphics here to take care of you. Make sure to stop by the shop located in downtown Lufkin today or visit them online at realgraphics.com. A 30-second break, and we'll be back here on Next Play Sports. Land a winning career with Georgia Pacific. Don't let the opportunity get away. Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ more than 2,200 people in Texas in 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. Next Play Sports, the broadcasting home to East Texas sports. Rise up. And welcome back. We're here. Fourth quarter. Lumberjacks getting set to kick off. It's real graphics. Fourth quarter. Tell you what. Fun one so far. It's nice seeing our guys back where they need to be. Just seeing the team back to normal. The flow yeah. looks good. The offense looks good. Garcia kicks it over to the left side. Throws it at the 30. Man. Oh. That guy runs like a torpedo. John Ashford received it and just puts his head down and is a bullet right yeah. through the field. Just head down, not even looking up, just running. Yeah, and yeah. It, did, it did pretty well for him on the return. Yeah, and, and Williams, he just kind of bumped him a little bit and just let his momentum just take him into, just take him into the ground. So here, first down, they'll start things off from the 43. So here we go. Shotgun for Mays will hand it off. And the mud-stained jersey of R.J. Moore is forced out of bounds. The 47-yard line, maybe 46 is where the spot's going to come down. And nobody can say that he got, anybody he sees out the game, can't say he got, didn't get into a dogfight with, with look at that jersey. Yeah, no kidding, man. He is, he's filthy. Yeah. Making his mama proud, I'm sure, so. Uh, <laughs> tell you what. Here we go with clock about to be under a minute off the clock here in the fourth. Mays faking the throw. He'll make a handoff. Oh, wow. wow. What a oh, hurt. Wow. Oh, no. He keeps running. Oh, I think it's he was down. He's down. How are they going to say he that, was down? I, that's what I'm saying. R.J. Moore was flipped upside down doing a cartwheel midair. There's no way his knee came I, down. I don't, I don't, I don't believe so, but we'll he, take that, it. it was like that was ridiculous. I know that was insane. He came up, got spun around, flipped up in the air, and he just took off. But they're going to say he was down at the 45 in die ball territory. My man, goodness. we caught a break there. Yeah, we did. I don't, I don't know if they got that one right, but uh, man, amazing play. Two possible amazing plays taken away from Elkhart. Yes. That that amazing pick that could have been caught yep. in the first half and then this play with a hurdle and a flip over. I mean that was that kid that that right there was what uh, was Moore's ESPN debut because that yeah. was that was no doubt about it uh, on on the run. Referee coming to talk with Coach Morrison now. Not sure what the conversation. I'll put my binoculars on. Let me see if we can read lips. Nope, nothing good said there in that one, so uh <laughs> Kind of brushed him away. Yeah, I'm just going to let it go. 
So knee down, the clock hasn't resumed quite yet. Score 34 to 7. Lumberjacks leading. Clock now starts to run. As we're hanging in there. Mays rolling out left, fakes the pass now using his feet, makes a little just a, a short shovel attempt. But he goes over the head of his intended wide receiver. And a great job by Brady Jordan keeping his pursuit with uh with Mays on that on his rollout because he at his first initial thought he thought he was gonna run for that first down, which he possibly could easily could have got that first down. But just the speed of Brady Jordan just keeping him just keeping him in that throwing motion and uh making him forcing a tough pass. So second down, ten to go. Play clock down to eight. Mays running the option, fakes the shovel. Now he'll shovel it after getting one one piece of contact. His wide receiver has gone. daylight. He's gone. I don't think Till's going to be able to catch him. No, he's not. I tell you what, what a run from R.J. Moore. The sophomore running back just broke it open and had tons of room to work with, and nobody was catching him with his speed down the sideline. No, and and um, and that was Augustine Martinez. He was there initially. He he almost had the a pretty good play. He he kind of jabbed at the quarterback and didn't allow him to pitch it, and then came and he grabbed him. But when he grabbed him, he he allowed him to launch forward and pitch that ball out, and there was just nobody stopping him yeah. after that. That was actually a great play by you know Landry Mays on that, taking the contact yeah. at first. That's the way you beat the option. It's, it's I've always kind of wondered that. It's very risky to do, but if yeah. you get, get contact made and then you still are able to shovel it off afterwards, you'll be all right. The extra yeah. point attempt, good for Elkhart. They now have 14 to score. 34-14, 10-38 to go in the ballgame. Be back in a moment here on Next Play Sports. There it is. The sound signaling your morning has begun. Get your kids ready. Lunch is packed. Backpacks on. Hair fixed. And fixed again. Load the car. But that's okay. You got this. With all of the busy, it's time to put a little mini in your morning. Chicken minis for breakfast from Chick-fil-A, South Loop Crossing, serving breakfast every morning until 10.30. When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home & Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home & Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home & Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. And welcome back. We're here. Fourth quarter of the score, 34-14. After a touchdown run by R.J. Moore where nobody could catch up with him. 45-yard run to bring it to the house. An onside kick attempt fielded cleanly by Darius McMillan. No, that was Aaron Aaron uh, Miles. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, looked the wrong, just looked at the wrong jersey number. You're exactly right. Aaron Miles re- recovering and falling down on it, and things will get started from, for die ball in their, at their own 45. Courtney, the energy's been there. It seems like a pretty positive game for the Lumberjacks so far. Yeah, it has. They just came out and, and punched Elkhart in the mouth. 
and then just didn't the defense just took over this game. They got a they got some turnovers. They didn't allow Elkhart to get in a good rhythm and they just took over this game and for the offense. The offense got rolling, they got the passing game going and they got McMillan and that opened up McMillan and this just lets them scoring a bunch of points and uh, holding Elkhart to 14 points like they did in this, uh, so far in this game. You're exactly right. Second down, eight to go. For the Lumberjacks, just kind of waiting for the sign. They're going to take their time on this one. Clock, I expect about four or five minutes to come off the clock here on this drive, unless we were able to break one off, which is always a possibility at any, at any given time. Yeah. As the, the wind picks up just a bit, Miskunis kind of bobbles it, but gets it over to McMillan. On the carry, he has a great block from Luster. Now he's coming outside. He's able to cross the first down and some. About seven extra yards after the rush for Darius McMillan, starting to finally get a little bit of yardage to his under his belt. 24 rushes for 95 yards here in this game. Coming up here in just a few snaps, we'll have our Petro Ed player profile of the game. To highlight one of our Lumberjacks tonight. The good folks at Petro Ed. Tell you all about them here in a moment. Petro Petro Ed's proud sponsor here on Next Play Sports. McMillan is tackled. Gain of one and a half on the play, really. Just continue to take some time off of this clock. Nine twenty to play here in the fourth. Once again, thanks so much for making us part of your evening, wherever you are and however you may be listening. Happy to have you here on Next Play Sports in the Next Play Sports app. Make sure to download that if you if you haven't. Score updates and live broadcast notifications, all the good stuff. And there goes your break. There he is. There is a breakout hurdle. <laughs> Tell you what, I don't know if he could clear an actual hurdle on a track, but if it's a person, yeah. his body says, "No, you're not bringing me down. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll, I'll, do, I'll go into autopilot and just fly right over you." He just taking an extra degree this season of doing that. He, he he's been able to hurdle the high tackles and the low ones as well, just like on now. And that was a little low tackle, so he all he had to do was just just a little technique and step right over it and. Uh, got Dabal another first down. So here we go. First down, McMillan. A spin move in the backfield. Go, cutting outside a hurdle. Crossing the five. And the ten. It's a touchdown. Darius McMillan. Coming up with his second touchdown of the game. And we see new things every single time from Darius McMillan. Uh, another, he got outside and... And another, they tried to go for his legs like they have the entire game, and he just went right over the top of him and, and dove into the end zone for another die ball touchdown. Second rushing touchdown of the night for McMillan. 27 rushes, 126 yards, averaging 4.7 yards a carry. So just like that, after Elkhart scores one die ball, and, and Darius come back and say, we'll, we'll, we'll get it right back for us. An extra point attempt coming for Adrian Garcia. He makes that one. Garcia, 5 for 6 on extra point attempts tonight. The score, 41-14. And we'll move in tonight to our Petro Ed player profile of the game. Tonight's Petro Ed player profile, we're going to be highlighting Aaron Miles, the senior middle linebacker of the Lumberjacks. Did you know you can get a high-paying job in the oil and gas industry right out of high school? This high-growth industry is booming in Texas, and experts predict 10 years of continuous growth. People interested in all sorts of careers from technician to drill to engineer should visit PetroEd.com slash 
T-E-A. Avoid large student loans and start making money now. That's PetroEd.com slash T-E-A. Aaron Miles. Nickname is A.A. Ron. Plans to go to college after high school and wants to become a veterinarian. He loves football. It's his favorite sport where his favorite athlete is Aaron Rodgers. I know some people that would like that a whole lot, but Rogers, Mr. Rodgers still trying to get up there with Tom Brady. Loves Mrs. Duncan's physics class, that's for sure. And I tell you what, he thinks Tristan Page is the funniest guy on the team. I could tell, I could, yeah, I, could I could see, see him that, being yeah. in, the, in, in the running for that for sure. But does uh, he does agree with most of the rest of the team that Brady Jordan gives the best pregame speeches? The kickoff from Garcia is hit on the uh, kicked on the ground, oh recovered goodness. by John Asher. Once again, the torpedo just I keeps running through it, running th- over people. And most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse, he says, is Cameron Cheshire. And so there he goes. And that is tonight's uh, player profile by Petro Ed, highlighting Aaron Miles. Once again, uh, people interested in all sorts of careers. From And this is specifically parents. Listen, if, if, if college, you may not think it's for your kid, uh, go check out PetroEd.com. Uh, if your son or daughter is interested in anything from driller to engineer uh, to technician, PetroEd.com slash TEA. These folks have a really good program going on for your high school student. That is brought to you by, one more time, our good friends at PetroEd. Mays makes a throw, and a handoff is given where that defense just sent him packing backwards. And now, and a little extra I'll tell you what, yeah, R.J. Moore is, is, is hot right now. His helmet, his helmet's off. He is screaming, dancing, jumping after a hard hit. From the Lumberjacks, and I'll tell you what, Corey, I didn't see who, who was first to get there. I think that was Kai Thomas. It was Kai Thomas. Wow. I, but I think because Kai Thomas kind of pulled him up, he pulled him up a little a little hard. He's, he's I think he was just trying to get him up. Yeah. But he, but he pulled him up a little fast and a little hard. So he, and so he thought that was a, a kind of a, a, a fight kind of not a fight. Ethan Mendoza. Yeah. You're going for on, on the on the yeah, name. Ethan Mendoza. Ethan Mendoza. Ethan I'm Mendoza. Trying to get that name I, I got you. So, uh, but no, it was a 99. It was just 99. 99 red. Yeah. 99. That's kind of threw me off. That's kind of threw me off. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait a second. I don't know. I don't wait. know a Kai Thomas, but. Uh, hey, Kyle Thomas, free mentioned on the air. Ethan Mendoza. Yeah. When well, we didn't talk about yeah. making making his new defensive line appearance, and he's been doing well so far. Then ah! McMahon brought down again. I tell you what, this defense right now is just playing with some swagger, yeah, with some tenacity, some confidence. It's what you hope to see uh, from this squad when they're at their best, and all uh, all engines are, are clicking for them, and that, that's what seems to be happening right now. Yeah, they they've just taken over this game. They haven't allow too many points like they like they've been known to do early in this season and and also in that cold spring game they didn't allow a bunch of points in that game as well they is it at the 14 mark with the last two weeks they only allowed 14 points so here we go the, the pass going on the outside that was incomplete the, yeah incomplete intended for jj castle ball bounce on the ground so it's fourth down clock will stop about seven minutes to play here in this real graphics fourth quarter Man, it's good to get a good win. Yeah, it it's is. Gonna, it's it going to be good to finish this one off. You know, I don't want to speak too quickly. It's seven minutes left, but they are up 41-14. Especially with how this defense is playing. Yeah, this defense, they look good. They look good. It's kind of, I'm sure it's the uh, it's exactly what Coach Morrison was hoping to see from his squad for sure. Defense doing this, knowing that you don't have gums, you don't have Freeman, you feel all right. Punt coming from Mays. That's actually his best punt of the night. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that, that's a pretty decent decent kick. He started off at the 31. Ball rolled down to the 25. Yeah, 31 to 25. Pretty good punt. 44-yard 
punts where the Lumberjacks will take over. As they are leading 41-14. Next week will be live from Palestine Westwood High School. We'll be getting to make that trip. Might be outside, depending yeah, on what the on the uh, uh, braving the elements, depending on where we're at with the press box and all that kind of fun stuff. So uh, we're kind of preparing for everything for us. I hope you'll listen in for that if you can't make the trip with us. Listen live here at nextplay.co, nextplay.co, or on the Next Play Sports app. That's our favorite way for you to listen in. Chase Demez making his first rush of the game, and he comes out that scab back is able to get a gain of seven. His speed is, is he's so fast. Tackle made by Holden Bush of the Elks. Make it second and about three to go. And, and die ball changing those backs on him. Just used that pounding, going and having to go drive for the legs. And, 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 then, and then Chase Tamez come around the corner with a, like, like Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, <laughs> wow. It just, it just changes it up Sonic a little bit. Sonic the Hedgehog reference on the, on the call. Then. I mean, got to change it up. Night. Been a pretty good night. Second and short, Tamez will get it one more time. He's met right at the line. I'm not sure if they're going to give it to him or not. Good stop, they made. Gave it to him. They did give it to him. Tackle made by Ryan Lindsey, the senior linebacker. So first down. So from the 36-yard line, still back in their own territory are the Lumberjacks. This one seems to be at hand. Clock can't go down quick enough. Skunas in the gun. Handoff to Mez this time. He's swallowed pretty quick. First to make the, the tackle. We've been seeing Jason McMahon run the ball really well, but now he uh, makes a tackle on the play. Hayden McElroy's checking in the game. And, you know, we, got, we get to see him run that tight end uh, occasionally. Gordon. Yeah. And it's always a nice little curveball uh, throwing at the defense. Yeah, and I, and I believe he has a score on the season at, from that tight end position. I think it was a little bit earlier in the season, one of those earlier games. But he's been a he's been a key player at that tight end position as well. So second down, twelve to go. Luster's in motion. A sweep to him. He drops the ball. He picks it back up. He runs outside. Now cuts it back towards the middle. Still keeping the feet moving. And he's finally brought down there at the bottom of the dog pile is Ryan Lindsay, and it, I believe it is a a flag on the play. Looking for the, yeah, flag is definitely down. Let's see what's going on here from the official. I believe he's probably gonna be holding. Yeah, yeah. holding against the offense. So that one's gonna come back. We'll redo it. Look, that play did stand. It was just nothing but speed from Luster to be able to kind of ground, pick that ball up, and then and then get some positive yardage out of it. Ten yard penalty, and we'll back us up second and long, second about twenty two to go. I'll tell you what, I don't know how this happened, but it looks like that range avoiding us. Yeah, I mean it's actually all avoid. It's all over us right now. Like literally, it's the radar is sitting on top of us. So hopefully, I'm not jinxing it by, by talking about it. But for somehow, it's right on top of us. But no rain actually coming down. Tamez trying to run left, but he gets just nowhere. I mean, there was no chance of that. That ball probably not going to take a lot of risk throwing the ball right now. Just let no. the clock run down and, and continue. They have 328 total yards of offense. 250 of those 
coming on the ground. 45 rushing plays this game, Courtney. 45 rushing plays. That's that's impressive. Yeah, it is. It just shows you the consistency of the rushing attack for Dybal in this, in this ball game. Third down, 14 miles to go. The clock just gets under four minutes. The Schooners looking out left. The pass complete to Luster. Luster has the speed to get this first down, possibly, but doesn't have the, the open space to do so. R.J. R.J. Moore making the tackle. So fourth down, eleven. Bet Mascoons we're going to see him punt today for the first time. He's been a done a great job at the punting in the punting area as well throughout the season. Yep. Get defenders back and changing field position on them. I'm sure there was a goal for the for the team not to have to punt at all today. But yeah. you know, here in the fourth quarter, might see see the the need arise for it. Play clock down to 10. The Schooners back, set the punt, receives the snap. Now we'll kick one off and pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Down at the 37-yard line by Aaron Miles, our PetroEd player profile of the night. So here we go, back to Elkhart football. Said coming up next week is Palestine Westwood. Then the week after that, that's showtime right here. Senior night yeah. for the Lumberjacks taking on Franklin. And I'll tell you what, that one's going to that one's gonna be intense. It's going to yeah. be outside. Two heavy-hitting matchup. And uh, these two teams are the ones that sit at the top of all the projections, all, all the, the regions, rankings, yeah. all the regional stuff. Looking, and they eventually will cross paths in the playoffs, you would assume. Making the tackle on the run is Casey McNeil. And a flag on a little extracurricular activity by J.J. Castle. Yeah, lots of this this little petty nonsense going on yeah. in the fourth quarter. Let's see who they call the penalty on. Sometimes I'll miss the first one and get the, the reactor to the... Like they're just going to kind of hold it instead of a. Yep, so take it back. Like against the Elks, take them back. And they're looking, that was just a hold, and it could have been a little bit more. I don't know. I don't think they did call a hold. I think they're taking did it. They call I think, a, yeah, I think they're calling unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary roughness? And okay. a 15 yard penalty. Cause I think, I think he did. It looked like he did make a holding signal, but he called it different. It's like he forgot what the sign yeah. was. Yeah. But, you know. High school officiating. Yeah. Sometimes you get really good ones, and other times. But tonight the screw's been pretty solid. Yeah, they Except for that one, yeah, ground, that that, one grounding. That, yeah, that, that was, was, wasn't called. That was, that was an oversight. Dropping back in coverage. All the linebackers for the Lumberjacks. Handoff to McMahon. McMahon has met. By Brady Jordan. Fans kind of slowly starting to trickle out of here tonight from the stadium. They, they know the Lumberjacks have done got, good yeah, work. They got this 41 14 is the score. Let's start making our way field side shortly. We'll talk with Coach Morrison at the end of this one. Third down, 14 to go. 
Oh, man. On the snap. Landry Mays running around in the backfield. Finally finds a touch of free space, but only to get him back to the original line of scrimmage. Make it fourth and nine. You can see Tristan Page just kind of got just kind of got a little a little upset about that because he because him and McNeil were back there he yep. kind of he split them yep and they could have had a sack and possibly uh, ran a little bit more talented clock maybe to finish off the game. Fourth down and ten. Seventy seconds to play. Snap is high for the punt. Mays scrambling the, the rugby-style punt. Actually, very that was successful. his best punt. Best punt of the game comes from the 25. Ball will be marked down at the 22 in die ball's territory. So, um, wow. That's, that's actually yeah, that's really impressive. 53-yard yeah. punt on the play. Maybe he should have went rugby-style for the rest of them as well. Yeah, no kidding. That was a, he had a little bit of momentum under him and Looks like the rain's starting to come, so we're going to... you feel anything out there, Gordon? I mean, I do have a little... A little bit little of canopy. A little coming at... Oh, you got a little canopy. I got yeah. you. Yep, seeing that the, the hoodie's being pulled over. So we're not going to go fill this out tonight with this, just in the interest of kind of taking care of our equipment. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's getting a little bit of money tied into it for sure. Gordon, what did you see tonight? What was, what was uh, some of your biggest takeaways uh, from this game? My biggest takeaway was just this passing game coming back in the... Back into where it's supposed to be, and a little bit more in sync than they were last week. But I, I see a building block of, from the passing game from this game into the and going into the rest of the season where they're going to need it in these big games and in the playoffs. And it's really seeming like last week served as a wake up call. Yeah, it, it really was. Does. Yeah, it really, it really seems was. Like last week served as that good wake up call for us. And got the music playing prematurely. Yeah, just a, just a, yeah. a bit. That's all right. Forty-one, fourteen. A need taken by the Lumberjacks. Again, that should finish this one off, folks. That's your final tonight, 41-14. The final score here tonight from the Woodshed at Lumberjack Stadium. We'll be back in a moment after a quick break. We'll give you the stats of this one and wrap up, and we'll sign off out of here. We'll be back in a moment here on Next Play Sports. Son, back in my day, I could throw the pigskin a quarter mile. Really, Dad? Yeah, I could run so fast, lightning couldn't catch me. Really? And when I would tackle someone, thunder shook the ground. Are you for real? Pass on all your glory stories over Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Really? Georgia Pacific has been a leader in the forest products industry for more than 90 years. Today, we employ over 2,200 people in Texas in a total of 12 building products and packaging facilities. If you're looking for a career and not just a job, discover the career opportunities available to you by visiting us online today at gp.com careers. Next Play Sports is presented all football season long by Georgia Pacific, building stronger communities one board at a time. Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Put a little mini in your morning. Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. Real graphics. We do it all. Pat Penn, certified real estate broker. Petro Ed, old field certification for high school students. Commercial Bank of Texas, banking Texas style. Southwood Drive Animal Clinic, the best veterinary services in East Texas. 
Angelina College, find your future. Timber Creek Church, a church anyone can come to. High Point Furniture, good mattresses at the best price. Southside Bank, a Texas community bank. CHI St. Luke's Memorial, superior care right here at home. Southern Excavating, a job done right. Next Play Sports, rise up. Never miss a moment. Download the Next Play Sports app on your device today. Live broadcasts, scores, merchandise, and archives can all be found on the Next Play Sports app, available on the App Store and Google Play. And welcome back here on Next Play Sports, presented all season long by George Pacific. And need Dieball Lumberjacks come back home after a tough game last week and get a big win over Elkhart. And the score was 41 to 14. And Dieball just came out and just dominated from the start. And they just took over this game on offense and on defense. And the defense led, uh, gave offense some chances. And the defense also have had a turnover and. Jared, we're going to have finish off with some stats here, so take that away. All right, so just some total stats for you, to, your final stats for the game for your Lumberjacks. They finished the game with 330 yards total, 248 of those coming on the ground, and then 82 through the air. And then for the Elkhart Elks, they had 215 total yards and 220 of those coming on the ground. Um but in our first half offense, it seemed to be more, we scored more in the first half. We had 161 rushing yards on just 23 rushes. And then for Elkhart in their first half, they had 121 rush yards on 17 rushes. And, and then in the second half, doubles total yards, they just got to 123 and then 99 for the Elkhart Elks. Courtney, what else do you have to say about it? I mean, Dieball just, that just shows it. Dieball just came back from that from last week and just took over this game and got some momentum going in, going into the rest of the season with next week at Palestine, a road game, mm-hmm. and then a big game, senior night here at home against Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I also noticed how Darius McMillan also had a comeback game. He kind of struggled last week, but this week he had 126 rushing yards, and I was also impressed with the running game that Miskunis saw where he had 87 yards and he averaged just under 10. Yeah, that's big for him. Well, guys, I'm going to step in here for a second. I'm uh, walking over. We just fin- finished off the Lumberjack Jumping Jacks here uh, and this one. It was a lot of fun uh, tonight, and I'm about to be joined here in a moment. Got a little bit of rain coming down. feels good. It feels, it feels awesome. I'm going to be joined now by the head coach of our Lumberjacks, Blake Morrison. Uh, coach, a little bit different story tonight than what we saw last week. What what'd you, what'd you see from the team? Well, we, you know, uh, we preached all week how to play fearless and with uh, some passion. And uh, uh, I think we did it tonight. There's a co- you know, there were some times we uh, we didn't look quite well, but then there's times we we shine. Um, I liked I liked how we played a little defense right there. They just lined up and kind of came at us a little yeah. bit. We made some bust. We're gonna have to look at those on on tape. Uh, but we did some things a lot better tonight. Um, tempo was a lot better, um, and and uh, overall just 
you know, right now, it's a, it's a good win. Coach, it seemed like we got our rhythm back and everything, especially on the passing game. We, uh, we had a couple of complete, uh, we had one completion down the field of Javon that was awesome, but really the short passing, and then I really uh, felt like we had, they, it opened up the box for Darius to have a breakout game tonight with, with what he had. Yeah, I mean, that, that helped us a little bit, you know, throwing just some, you know, some small things here and there and getting some balls down the field, stretching vertical and horizontal. I mean, that's part of our, you know, part of the plan to do some of those things. Uh, still got to sharpen it up, and, uh, because uh, there's times we uh, we don't know if we're scratching our our, our butt, you know, or scratching our watch or winding our butt. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we got to get a little better. But overall, uh, you know, I was I was pleased in uh, in that in, in that aspect. Coach, one of the best achievements tonight, maybe that we got out of this game before the rain started coming down. So congratulations to you. Go enjoy the win. I appreciate it. Head coach of our Lumberjacks, Blake Morrison, joining us here fieldside. Courtney, you got any final thoughts tonight before we sign off? Man, it's looking good for us with this with this uh, game and how they played. It's looking good for us for the rest of the season, and it, and also into the playoffs, and also for that big game against Franklin too. But we can't overlook Palestine Westwood on the road. But just for the rest of the season, it looks good for us. Absolutely, we got to stay true to uh, Lumberjack football. Don't look past next week. We know what's coming in too. We got we cannot uh, look past what's coming uh, this next week in Palestine Westwood. We'll be live there from Palestine Westwood.